there is iced tea before yeah it's crazy i yeah, just ask jason how sweet i like my tea how sweet mm. do you like your tea wait how sweet does you like your tea jason <laughs> i don't know if he's listening oh i'm listening so is everybody else <laughs> oh hi everybody <laughs> hey everybody finding out how how sweet <laughs> someone likes their tea <laughs> Thanks for the follow. Yeah, so just be aware that the uh, the, oh, good. the spam and the follow bots have been active again this week. So if it gets too out of control, I just turn off the alert feed so that it doesn't overwhelm the system. And then we go about all our planes and, and the, the silly things that we do. So, um, yeah, well, happy, silly. You're silly. Um, happy Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Yes, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, I even typed it right this time. All day long. Well, I'm not used to being out and about all day long on a Tuesday with you. Usually we're just at home relaxing or we're, you know, at the studio working. So I know, but it was a good day out. It was a good day out. Samara, Asborn, we and Mara, Tobias, and we have a new name for Dad Oswald, Thysis. We're going to call him one. I think so, right? Thysis? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Thysis. Pretty cool. I'm Pretty gonna cool. Call him not and I've upgraded your background for the first part of your Despater, Son of Despater um, reveal. So if you go and look at your background advantages, you have some extra abilities now based on your background. Nice, nice. I nice. customized that, updated it. You've gained some languages and some proficiencies and toolset proficiencies and some other things. We now have Asborn on camera. His shyness seems to have been averted. Either that or he's taking partially. Either that or he's heard this is uh, no masturbation week and he's okay with uh, having the camera on. <laughs> ew. 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 I don't need. No. 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 <laughs> No. And we were enjoying a lovely tale from my son about why his new name in Alex's campaign is Ass Cheeks. Ooh, that's perfect, Asborn. If you could uh, make that a PNG file. Is that a PNG file? Yeah, that's a PNG. Okay. Cool. Well, and actually, it's cut to size. Upload it to me as a file. Because right now you just... As a file. Yeah, you copy-paste it. So. How do I... How do I... You just, I feel like you're just going to be perpetually prone. Why is that? You just <laughs> yeah. As well, just to be, be fair, when prone. you're the when you're the only tank in the group, that's kind of what you are. You know, you take all the punishment and then you just lie on the ground till everyone else is done. <laughs> uh, I did upload it as a file. You can click on it and open original, and it should open it as a PNG. Gotcha. On your Google Chrome. Cool. Because my goal is to do it the way that. Uh, Fires is overlaid on her frame so that 
folks can see, you know, the basics of your character. Um, so yeah, happy Tuesday, everyone. Sorry we're meandering in our conversation. Um, we are, good Lord, you guys know what session we're on? 3,865? I think we're on, I think we're on 57. 57. 57. Wow. Wow. There are 52 weeks in a year, but we didn't really meet on a regular basis. Can anyone tell me, can anyone other than myself tell me when our first session was? Does anybody remember? Oh, I bet it's 420. It was 428. 421.20. Was it 421.20? 421.20. Yep. So we're yeah, yeah, in No doubt in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me look through my files. Just let me look through time. my secret files for all the information I'm about like, Wait, you. Is it, is it Tuesday? <laughs> or is it? Okay. I know, right? <laughs> Volume one of two. <laughs> So for this game. <laughs> I know. Holy buckets. Holy buckets. Um, yeah, so some milestones to say the least. Um before we do our recap, uh, let's talk a little bit about our schedule. We have games every night of the week, with the exception of Saturday. Don't know if that's ever gonna change. I kind of enjoy not having to do anything on Saturdays, although technically I work on Saturdays. I run two pay-to-play tables on Saturdays. Um, I now run a pay-to-play table on Wednesday, and I'm putting two more together. Uh, but the uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every other Thursday, we have a level 21 shot coming up this Thursday, which if you're a member of our Discord, you can participate in if you hit the accept on the invite. I think I have the most people right, waiting in line this time. I think I have around seven. I've got three that are in and like three or four on tentative. And I've got a lot of good uh, Discord members that are trying to let other people, um, you know, take advantage of the one shot. Now our one shots are designed to be extremely meta um, and they're a bit raily as well, obviously, right? Beginning, midi uh, beginning middle and end. Um, they're designed as a way for me to test my encounters. And they're also designed to allow our players uh, to test their builds. Uh, this Thursday's one-shot is a level 20 one-shot. Um, and we're going to run level 20, probably the next two one-shots. And then we'll go back to level 5 for a while, then level 10, then level 15, and then level 20 again. Um, and our current theme is the Monster Hunters Guild. Um, I do not take the time to actually look at players' uh, characters, and they don't know anything about the encounter. We do it very much blind, but because we're allowed to meta... Um, it's really a truly teach, learn, and play session um, where we can teach each other the rules, we're learning, and we're playing all at the same time and testing builds. And I find it very interesting, the builds that keep showing up to the level 20s, because I think Thulsa Doom in Discord is Wade, and his monk is level 20, and I believe his stealth check is plus 20, the way he's wow. built it. So that's okay because the monster has true vision. Um, anyways, um, you stealth did melt it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. He had just posted that, and I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, yeah, so um, no, I think that was in response to you taking the picture of me this morning 
um, oh, with the, with, the, with the pancakes. Yeah. yeah I had a plus I said, 20. How I had did a, you yeah, take yeah, that yeah, picture? Yeah. How did you take that picture? I was sitting right there. Didn't even notice it. Fair Completely enough. oblivious over my head. <laughs> and Sam. are really good at doing that. Sam and Mara are oh, professional teachers. Look. <laughs> well, it's only Tuesday and they look like it's been a week. So. We'll have to. Uh, it felt like a week. Yeah, yeah. Our poor mm-hmm. teachers. There things happened today. Yeah, so, I bet. Many, things many things. Um, and you'll <laughs> notice that Oswald is no longer Oswald. Um, a couple episodes back, he had become Thysis as he was released after uh, defeating the Baylor creature um, as part of bringing the Ivory Heart back and. Uh, the release of the Stormlord's gift, the Kraken's essence, brought out the hidden individual or the hidden, I don't really know what it is, but he is essentially a tiefling now and has taken on the beginning transformation of what we call the Son of the Spader, a missing anchor creation that is now imbued within the new character name called Thysis. Um, we've got Tobias with us tonight. Fire is with us as well. And we're going to do a couple recaps because we've come to a pretty... We're in the main arc for the most part. And we're going to be in the main arc for the foreseeable future, from what I can tell. Um, but before we do our recap, be sure to visit us below, down in our abouts. Come on, jump over to our Discord. Um, uh, feel free to hang out there, do whatever you want there. I encourage all lurking. There's nothing wrong with being a lurker. I do not use leveling systems in my Discord. So I'm not going to shame you for not being a talker. I don't like that. And I won't participate in it. So feel free. Some of my best conversations I have in Discord are with my lurkers. Um, uh, you know, and, and the conversations bring out, you know, a lot of energy. So don't even worry about that. Um, if you want to run a game and you don't want to deal with the hassle of a Discord or you want to learn how to run a game online... Join our Discord. We'll help you do both. We'll give you your own channel. Alex, for example, is currently running his own game on Fridays. Um, it's a non-Twitch game. It's just a place where him and his friends can get together, play some D&D online, and have some fun. So if you don't want to deal with the Discord hassle, hit me up. I'll be more than happy to set that up for you. Usually the only thing I ask is you support us in Twitch, and that makes everything work for me. So... Uh, don't worry about, you know, all the finite details. We'll, we'll help you out with all of it. We also have the Avray bot. Um, we have lots of different things available that will help you run your online game more efficiently. Unless you're running one of the other platforms like Roll20 and those th- fun things, or like we use, Tailspire. Uh, those things will help you as well. But yeah, join our Discord. Um, if you ever want to watch any of our old episodes um, or listen... We are on podcasts, Podbean, Anchor, and just about anywhere where uh, podcasts uh, can be linked to. Um, and then YouTube. Click on our YouTube link. All of our past episodes are there. I try to keep up with both, but when you're doing all the work yourself, I got to handpick my days in order to be able to do it. So it's not quite super up to date, but pretty close. Um, otherwise, you just catch us here live. And usually in my recaps, I can kind of bring you up to reasonable speed. Some of the longer campaigns probably could benefit from previous episodes, but <coughs> excuse me. Uh, we try to make it a little bit easier for any of our watchers, lurkers, listeners, or however you choose to put us in the background of your evening. All of our games are Pacific Standard Time. So I know for a lot of folks, it's late 
by the time they get to us. So do appreciate all my late t late night lurkers um, for sure. I see that Dubtech is here. He is uh, probably one of our original followers and listeners now for quite some time. We also have Chav Hunter um, and a couple others that are always dropping in saying hi. So we do appreciate it. Um, I'm, you know, making a go at, you know, doing this full time and just sharing our actual play games with you. And, you know, nothing's edited, nothing's, this is just us getting together and playing, whether we did it in person uh, or in, you know, private or sharing it with you. This is exactly how we play all of our games. So um, with that, anybody got any questions before I start the recap? Everybody good? Everybody. How do I win D&D? Anyways, anybody else got any questions or shout out? Just want to do a shout out to my to our squire brother. Uh, maybe so sixty eight just became a follower tonight. So thanks for pushing, uh, helping push us over three hundred. Who's maybe so sixty eight? Who's that? Is that uh... that's Bora? Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Bora, thank you. I didn't realize we had more Squire Brothers on here. If I did, I'd put together some kind of Squire Brother tag. I may do that in the future. Because, you know, cool. SCA nerds forever. That's right. <laughs> so with that, let's go ahead and jump into our recap. I do have the sound immersion player running. If you are interested in listening to the sound uh, while we play, and this is for my players, feel free to click on uh, your player and jump on in. Otherwise, you're free to listen to whatever you want to listen while you play. Or, as Callista always says... Everything other than me distracts me, so I don't like to listen to anything else. So with that, let's go ahead and recap. Let's take ourselves back to the founding and recovery of the city of the Ivory Heart. With the team rallying to Samara's help, um, the team have brought Samara back to her homeland, her place where she was raised under the tutelage of both the Luxodon Patriarch as well as the uh, her mother. This place is where Samara has kind of found herself and then eventually made her way out to the world. The team helped rescue a statue or a, um, a idol of some sort that allows the essence of the city to almost be protected or come into existence based on the favor of the Wild Mother. The team, after recovering it, um, eventually hatched a plan to sneak it into the vault, where they did defeat Haiwat, the tiefling that now, or at the time, was worshipping worshiping Zarel. And Haiwat was attempted to use the idol to open a gateway to allow Malor, the lycanthrope, uh, uh, God into the prime material plane. But the team had stopped all this by defeating Hawat, um, defeating the Baylor, and eventually Blackheart, the um, uh, werewolf leader of this particular area of the Siren Green Forest, well, he was defeated as well. This allowed our team to bring back the city of Ivory Heart, the capital city, the place where all Loxodons travel to, and practice the arts of worshiping the Wild Mother and travel the greater parts of uh, Wildmont and then return from season to season. Now that the city has been restored, our team, the Storm Chasers, had some time to contemplate cha 
changes to not only themselves, but the boon, the boons that they were gifted by the Wild Mother, or the Wild Mother as it channeled itself through the Ivory Heart Idol. And everybody did get some interesting gifts. I think Tobias's was the most thought thought out, thoughtful gifts, gift out of all of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. 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 <laughs> I know. I know. I like poodles. <laughs> With that, the team spent most of the day discussing what to do next. What are the possibilities? What remaining allies do they have? What equipment do they need to work on? Um, spending a little time discovering the city, um, discussing once again the physical alteration of Oswald, now Thysis, a tiefling who bears the essence of the son of Despater. Um, more things being revealed. Eventually, all of the major players for now involved in the decision-making eventually came together at the end of our previous episode. The gentleman, um, Albin, uh, Fortuna was there as well. The Zorhasian captain, or the Kryn dynasty captain, um, of the ship that was one of only a couple ships to survive the collapse and destruction of Darktoe was there as well. And there were many thoughts placed out. There were many possible suggestions and things to do. However, the team, unsure precisely what to do, Captain... Let me see if I can find her name. Unless anybody else can remember her name while I bring up my NPC mm -hmm. list. Cap er, Captain Vedorha. Captain Vedorha of the Kryn Navy. Yeah, I don't know if I even wrote that one down. <laughs> she had made a suggestion during the last minute, one that all of you agreed to. She had recommended perhaps a meeting with the Bright Queen would be a better solution. As Bright Queen Lelas Kryn has a staked interest in what is going on. With the destruction of Darktoe, the political imbalance of the Coves Conclave, as well as the Menagerie Coast being in turmoil with Shulamon taking power, or maybe taking power, we still don't know, but for the most part, most of Zahefe Uladan's enemies have been imprisoned. Hollyhead has been seized by Shulamon's forces. And lots of possibilities and Zarel's influences over all these possibilities are beginning to finally bubble to the surface. So, with that, the portal crackles. It kind of morphs around as one by one, all of you, Albin included, the gentleman, Fortuna, the Kryn captain, all walk through this portal. As the energy crackles around you, a kind of cold energy of displacement kicks in, and all of you begin to look out upon a city known as Azarius. Looking at Azarius, you begin to realize you're in a very different 
place. I thought I put that in there. I did not. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Where did I put you? I must have put it somewhere where I can't find it because that makes total sense. Ah, nope, that's not it. That's the that's the denizens. Oh yeah, that's the one I want. Sorry guys. One of these days I'll become orderly. I, I've had to rebuild everything since my machine crashed. Why is that not moving? It was tough after the great crash. Yes, it was. Why is Sorry. What was the captain's there name again? The captain's the... name is Vadorha. 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 Okay. Looking upon this bastion in front of you, this is the capital of both the Kryn dynasty and the major city that influences the Zarhassian region. Once a region of chaos and wildness, it was the Bright Queen and her order and organization and the beliefs that she brought with her that had brought a semblance of control and a bit of organization and, um, well, a bit, a bit of normalization at the same time. Both because the Kryn have always worried about the intents of the Dwendals, also because of the chaotic nature of this place, balance was necessary to maintain it. As you step through the portal and into the massive gateway that leads into the city, the Aurora Guards flanking on either side, you watch as another very high-ranking Drow elf kind of walks up to the captain. They nod at each other. The captain looks at the naval captain, and the two of them exchange words for a moment. And then he looks back and he nods. Now then, come with me. And a procession through the city streets of this major capital city of Avarius. The creatures here are all manner of underdark dwelling creatures, but there's, it's not exactly chaos. Like it's always been told out in the West and the Dwendals that have tried their best to convince most of Wildmont that Zorhas is dangerous, deadly, should be put to boot and heel and succumb to the order of the empire. There's people going about their business. They are doing daily activities. They are, going to market, collecting goods, making trade, having conversation, bugbears, ogres, orcs, goblins, humans, all seemingly quite well integrated. And as you pass through the gateway and into the center of the city, you're taken down below the great central palace in the very middle of Avarius. Here, the, Gar uh, the Aurora Guards take you deeper and deeper into the citadel until finally you find yourselves all being escorted into a waiting chamber um, not overly posh pretty minimal uh, there is a small table filled with little bits of food and things to drink if you choose to do so the two captains disappear through a door 
The Aurora guards stand at attention on either side of the door. Fire's gonna go sniff the food. Okay. What would you guys like to do? Seems like you might have a little bit of time. I'm gonna pour myself a glass. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna All of a sudden, I've got to go effect. pee. <laughs> Complete with the sound effect. I might have to pee now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my new armor on while we're waiting. Okay. A naked mouse. Naked mouse. Ew, gross. Look at those. I'll guys. help the little. I'll, I'll help the little fella put on armor. Okay. We've been uh, bunking together a long time. You should not be a surprise. Oh, to I was, I was joking. Totally joking. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. Almost mostly no, joking. Considering fire, most of the time, yeah, we sleep in the same room. Yeah, no, no, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Oh, and look, they're back. Isn't that lots of fun? Who's back? Oh, the bots? Yep, the bots. (sighs) I'm just going to turn off the alerts for now so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. If anybody is a hacker out there, let us know. I I mean, they're just boring. I I don't even really think much about it anymore. that was the poodle comment. Yeah, it was the beard. The beard. I like the beard. Oh, did you see that I uh, did the upstanding one? If you want to put it in right now. Uh, I will do it later because I don't feel like doing any edits. Okay, sounds good. I'll I'll be honest. You are definitely upstanding, Asborn. What's my armor do? (laughs) What does my armor do? I had a mouthful of water when you said that. Cracked me up. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> At least it wasn't all over your computer. Uh, uh, just over everything else but the computer. That's funny. All of you are currently waiting. The gentlemen included, Fortuna, Albin, are all waiting in the reception area. Um, I'm I'm looking at the food. Is it? I mean, does it look okay? Uh, give Doesn't... me an investigation check. Okay. Oh, well, she doesn't think it's good. So. Fair enough. I'm checking out my <laughs> new armor to see what it does. Oh, Ant-ant. man. My investigation is terrible. I have no... I have no pluses. My oh, st- stupid thing is on a... Fire the parking Hill. cat. Ten. <laughs> Fire She's... the parking cat. That's actually the sound she makes when she passes gas. <laughs> the okay. he stands there. Hey, hi. Sounds like she's <laughs> farting. <laughs> Say hi. I got a 10. 10? On my investigation. I mean, it looks fine. I mean, it looks like very unique, casual fare, considering where you are. Okay. <laughs> Hey, look, it's like Tobias sitting on my shoulder. Well, (laughs) I guess we've made it to the top. We're going to get to meet a queen. I mean, I thought we'd met. Okay. I mean, not just a leader of a city. I'm talking like an actual, like, Well, we met the plank 
We met the plain well, then king. You should probably be on your best he, behavior. He wasn't a king. Well, now he's decapitated, but you know, I mean, he was a king. Plain king. It's in the name. Heavy lies the crown. So heavy it cuts your head off. Oh, remind me never to be a king or a queen. I like my That's what I think. Right, squarely on our shoulders. Now, wait a minute. You wanted to be the Plank King. There's no Plank to be the Plank King of. There's Besides, plank. I'm the Pirate King of the Astral Sea, so who needs to be the Plank King? I don't think we can go back to the Astral Sea. It doesn't matter if we're there now. <clears throat> I was there then, which gives me the title now. Is that how that works? Exactly. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> um, I'm going to go walk over by the... You said the gentleman was there? Yeah, he's here as well, yeah. All right, I'm going to go walk over by him and just be like, so what's the plan? <laughs> well, to be fair, I was kind of hoping you could tell me. <sighs> Bro, we're like... Stuck at this point. Are we? I mean, I find it interesting that one of the most powerful, well, monarchs in the Zohashian wastes, <laughs> as well as the eastern frontier, finds it interesting that we have a conversation. I think it's quite yes, intriguing. Yes, but we also, have, we also have basically hell opening up. Well... Or what I was worried about. I mean, we've had hell opening up for a while. To be fair, you did close one door. There's really only one door open currently, correct? Darktoes essentially become a transient place. Although, much has really come out. Most things just seem to go in. I don't know. There's that mansion. There's the island. Yes, you mentioned something toe. about the residence at My Hollyhead. Brother. Yeah. Yes. I can assure you, we did not know it was a gateway. We assumed yeah, right. that it was a hiding place of this particular individual's equipment that we sought after. And, well, you know. How know what they are. say about assuming. See, here's the problem with, with you is you lie so much or don't tell truths and you only tell half truths. That when you tell us the truth, which is, you, I think what you're telling me now is you didn't know there was like a hell gate there. It's kind of hard to believe you. Well, I'm hurt, Tobias. I thought me and you had a like-minded thought in this world. Well, we do, but... I mean, I'm just assuming I'm kinda... by your extravagant stories, well, you've seen it all and done it all. Uh, I have been there and done that. I mean, you're a captain... You're a king. You're an adventurer, a pirate. Yes, check, check, and check. Right? So, people of the world, like ourselves, well, we merely expect that our stories are believable simply because we do unbelievable things. I wouldn't call it lying as much as just merely expressing my opinion with flair. <laughs> flair. That's the best. That's the best description of liar, liar pants on fire I've ever heard. Well, I appreciate it, boy. That. You you are you are at the top of your game. I'll tell you that. I do. I do try. Yeah. Well. So when we talk to this queen, 
will she be able to then loan us the forces to close these gates? Because I feel like that's our that's our number one. Well, I could start a war. I don't know if she would do that. I don't want. I don't want to start a war. It's not because like, like they're when, already starting the like, war, though. Well, I know somebody's but troops enter someone else's lands. Some that's like a war. while they're fighting their war. We'll just have to wait till we talk to her. Don't we have to like get rid of the tether in order to close the gate? Well, I mean, if we truly believe that Shulaman is the anchor for whatever bargain he's made with Zarel. Killing him could close the gate, I suppose. I mean, he did open it, did he not? Based on the description and information you gave me before you all were blasted into oblivion. And clearly, you, death suits you well. You, you die well, all of you. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, we're pretty slippery when it I comes to dying. I look, I look really good for a dead cat. I don't smell at all. Yeah, I don't smell at all. Fortuna wrinkles her nose. Yes, I suppose so. Fox is used to the smell of their own hole. That's what I've always heard. <laughs> so, I'm not a fox. If we, if we assume that Shulaman is the gate opener for Darktoe, who opened the one at Hollyhead? I don't believe the one at Hollyhead ever opened or closed. I think it's always been but there. I mean, we just happened to notice it um, based on information that um, we gleaned from your investigations. Our only interest but, in it was to try to retrieve the contraptions, constructs, and other items of particular interest. Because the wizard that what was there could travel to other planes of existence. And I wanted those resources. I wanted that equipment. I didn't realize the entire residence that she resided in was... A port key into another realm of existence. Well, we well, know that now, I guess, don't we? Considering what you've told us about people that you've sent in there disappearing, I would imagine that they're guarding that portal for a reason. Perhaps. But I was more concerned with what their intent is with Darktoe, to be honest with you. Hmm. I mean, that's a big gateway to collapse an entire island and no one's been able to approach it, get near it. No one even knows what's going on there. People try or have tried to get near it and they merely disappear. They probably go to whatever is through there. One of them or they get out. eaten by demons. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of things going on here. Yes. But we don't have a lot of allies, so I want to the Queen's help in us helping to rescue our allies and bust them out of jail and give a big finger to Shulamon. I, I want to kill Shulamon. Amen to that. Oh, I can assure you, we all want a little piece of that man. Getting rid of him seems to be a bit of the fulcrum of this discussion. The question is... Will we all be in agreement with whatever the Bright Queen says? He looks over at Albin. Albin just holds up his hands and goes, I don't know what to think at this point. The thought of being here 
is both terrifying and encouraging at the same time. Terrifying in the sense that no favor is ever given without cost. Excited because, well, face it, she's the Bright Queen. Center of the universe over here. God only knows her thoughts. Fortuna looks at both Albin and the gentleman. Are you both fucking kidding me? She will take all and give nothing, like she always does. She's made bargains with people I've known before. I'm even say she's gone a bit mad in her isolation over the decades. But if she's wise enough, she'll throw, she'll throw in with her lot with us, I suppose. The question is why and what is the cost? Plain and simple. All those with power do not bargain it away for free. What does she, she need us for? She wants. We need to do the dirty work, right? We need to close the gate. We don't need to. I mean, we could just go find our own little island and wait you know. for hell to take over the world. <clears throat> don't we yeah. pretty much have like a big giant bullseye on us, though? Um. I mean, I know what we're gonna do. But what does she want us to do and why? And how is she going to turn our stabbers in the back? Because that seems to be the whole thing that happens to us. So, But if she's going to play the game of taking what she wants, we should ask for something in return that we want. Yeah, everything. Everything everything being what to buy us. If our goals align with her My own kingdom. I don't think that's <laughs> think she has that in her power. I award you, Tobias, with the kingdom of Docto. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Perfect. You wanted to be the Blank King. Maybe I will go. I think you there and can just be the Blank King now. Like, you can just say, I'm the Blank King. That's what I'm I said. What's going to stop you? <laughs> Is that your figure, Sam? What are you talking about? Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> That's not me, no. That's probably uh, the only, like, the closest we could get on... Tailspire. Uh, what is that? Tailspire. Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is me. <laughs> 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 yeah, because my, my character looks like a boy. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite, they, they don't have a tabaxi with bosoms yet. Yeah. <laughs> sexist bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a technology problem than a sexism problem, but there are tabaxi certain, there are certain <laughs> starting points that kind of baffle me, but it's yeah. still a cool tool. It is for sure. The so, night is oddly very close to what I actually. My I know, right? I know. Yours is probably Even the closest. The yeah, yours is probably ah. the closest. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. with the exception of the shield and weapon, Tobias is actually reasonably close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder why. Close at all. Um, <laughs> I'm the right color. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah and I can't. I have to watch it on Twitch, and so when, when you guys are mentioning stuff, I'm like, wait, what? And then I have to switch over to Twitch and be like, oh, now I see it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So a few minutes goes by, this conversation kind of unravels, goes back and forth, concern, the Aurora guards just looking on in their discipline that they enjoy. Eventually, the Aurora captain comes back um, into the reception area, looks at all of you. The queen will see you now. There are protocols to follow. Do not look at her directly unless she chooses to speak to you directly. You're not expected to bow. We are not that kind of court. You will show her respect, but she expects her questions answered in a timely manner. She's a very busy woman and does not have time to spend quibbling over your own sense of insecurities and your own undeveloped discussions. Is all of this clear to all of you? And you notice the Aurora Captain looks right at the gentleman. Oh, please. My reputation is grossly exaggerated. No. So, it want to be not. on Tobias? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, all of you are gathered up with the captain. The massive pearlescent doors are opened up. Coming into this space is definitely interesting. The... The court itself is very large, but built into kind of like a series of rock-like walls, like natural caverns. You begin to realize you're very much deep below the actual citadel itself. And here, you watch as a very tall drow elf with bright purple and blackish skin, emblazoned in almost a strange kind of light armor, jewelry, every manner of luxury just is regaling her entire personage. Her long braided hair going down her back. But looking around, she's surrounded by quite a large court. You can see all manner of individuals, either influencers, those that want to be heard or those that insist on hearing, are kind of spread throughout this chamber. You watch as the Bright Queen follows you with her gaze as all of you enter into the space. She goes, Ah, good to know that you are not truly dead. Now, are you? And you watch as she glances at one of the noble-looking elves in the background who just kind of looks away with a sheepish kind of uh, embarrassed look about it. Well, I have heard many great things about you and what all of you have done. But please, step forward and introduce yourselves to me so I know who I'm speaking to. <clears throat> um, Your Royal Highness, I am the gentleman. It is an absolute pleasure to finally meet your acquaintance. And let me just say, if given the wonderful opportunity to open a bar, pub, or tavern here, I would greatly appreciate it. Let me just say, your fine capital is just... You watch as Fortuna grabs him by the scruff and kind of yanks him back. Forgive him, your highness. He is ill. He has much of the excrement running from his mouth. My name is Fortuna Bloodlust. I am the personal servitude of his royal pain in the asness, the gentleman. Albin steps up. Albin Brecht, Order of the Ghost, Your Highness, and steps off to the side. Tobias, the Bright Queen, looks directly at you. 
His Supreme Majesty, Tobias Fairweather, Pirate King of the Astral Sea, first and last of his kind, releaser and recapturer of Scourge, the Undead Hydra, teller of trues, stealer of the st Statue of the Sacred Heart, emperor of the Aerial Thieves, and destroyer of the Blackheart Clan. At your service, Your Majesty. My, my. We'll have to look at opening many embassies where you reside. Thank you, Master Tobias. She turns her gaze upon fire. Hi, I'm fire on the bright cliffs. That's quite the difference between the first and the second. Um, she then looks over at Mara. Mara Kybrecht, Order of the Ghost Slayer. Ah, I have two secret agents in the deepness of my citadel. Interesting. She looks over at Samara. Samara Talmud, formerly Samara Shabugro of the uh, Ivory Heart Clan. Yes, there's much a buzz about the same green forest. Well met, daughter of the Ivory Heart. She turns her gaze to Asborn. Lit brings her hand up before Asborn can say anything. It's been a long time since I've had a Sinclair here. What is your name? My name is Asborn Sinclair, ah. second daughter of the Sinclair family. I am aware of your parentage. Welcome, master and mistress Sinclair. Be interesting to see what happens when you go home. And then finally, the Bright Queen looks over to where Thysis is. Stares at Thysis with a unique intensity. Steps off the podium for a second, and then there's like a general murmur amongst the crowd as she does this. Stares and walks towards Thysis. And your name, good sir. Yo, what's up? Uh... Yes. Uh, name's Thysis. I'm just here. Just like looking around nervously. <laughs> it's quite all right. I Only know it's, titles. I I understand. Well, now the rat is a complete liar. I actually. <laughs> well, now that you're all here. Perhaps we can have a discussion about the least recent events that have transpired. It is well known to me in regards to what has happened in the Siren Green Forest and the Luxedon City known as the Ivory Heart. I congratulate all of you on bringing a bit of our history to our present. I think there are many conversations that we can have in the future in regards to this potential friendship that may be established. I have a proposition for you. I don't know if it'll work, and I'm not sure if it's intended to work. But unfortunately, the malignancy that is growing off the coast of the Menagerie Coast, well, it is interfering with some of what I'd like to accomplish, and my fear is it may interfere permanently with what I would like to accomplish. I was hoping one of you could summarize these events for me that transpired so many months ago 
She kind of looks at all of you individually. Where do we start? I'm looking around, just looking at all the different shit in this room. Like, whoa. <laughs> uh... We'll start, not necessarily at the beginning, but please do not start at the end either. We were trying to capture an undead Hydra. I'm aware of that information. It seems that that part was at least successful. She looks over at another nameless face in the crowd, a couple of them kind of nodding their heads. What interests me, what interests me, however, that you bring it up. Why did you feel it necessary to capture such creatures? Uh... So we came we across a let halfling. Go. We came across a halfling uh, who was not what she seemed. Um, in our travels, we found we gathered more information and learned more about who this who is now inhabiting this halfling um, and what they are trying to do. Uh, Dark toe being destroyed was a result of the power that's inhabiting this halfling trying to open new portals and release certain entities from hell. And we are working and doing our hardest to stop that from happening. Understood. Tobias. Excuse me, you have so many titles. I will just merely call you Master Tobias. Oh, that's fine. You nice mentioned too. something about <laughs> releasing said creature? Uh, well, I mean, I see this is kind of how it happened. I, I have a treasure map, and I used it, and we found the treasure. And we opened a huge door. And behind the huge door was treasure. So we found what we were looking for. Ah. But what was in there that we weren't looking for was an undead Hydra. And, and well, it was getting out that and it was, it was running away. Well, huh? We found out that it was Shulaman that gave your mom the treasure map. Did we? Yes. All right. Well, anyway, so I guess I was tricked. And then that opened up. The undead Hydra got out. We got some treasure. Uh, we left, and there was the Leviathan thing that came out, and we had to try to get that back. A piece of advice for the future, young master Tobias. When yeah. your treasure tries to eat you, merely close the door and leave, I think. Yeah, it was a big well, door. The treasure we didn't try and eat us got until, it later. Open. Mm. <laughs> until later. Until later. It wasn't really bothered with us. It wanted to get out. Interesting. Mara? So I yeah, kind of feel bad. We all felt bad, so we got there. it back. We tried but to get it back. Mara, you seem to be concerned about this conversation. Is everything all right? It's just, it's, a lot of the story is being glossed over, and it makes it sound a lot worse than it is. Mm, I can assure you, it is a lot worse than it is. Well, well, so that's why we wanted to go and capture the Hydra, because... So the Hydra was contained... Yes. And Darktoe was lost in the process, correct? Yes. Yeah, that Her was Shulaman. He hit some orb with a big hammer, and 
while we were in this um, between space. It was a planar orb. What was that called? I think that's right. Use a magic hammer to smash the orn of planar shift in order to send us to the ethereal plane. Yeah, and that kind of like... No, it sent us to the astral sea. Killed everybody. Same thing. Okay, it was not that that sent us to the Astral Sea. It was actually my spell that was trying to get us out of there, combined with the, you know, explosion that kind of just shoved us into the Astral Sea. Yeah, That's right. I forgot about your spell. Yeah. Then yeah. we pirated a Gith Yankee ship. We got back to our plane of existence here. It had been quite a while since we left. Kind of some kind of weird time thing. I we met some I guy who said he was a god, but I don't really think he was because he couldn't make me tall. Talking about the wild mother? Huh? No, he's not talking about the wild mother. Who, um, who tried to make you tall? Oh, the, the traveler. The traveler. <laughs> but that, that that doesn't have anything to do with it, though. But he it was said, it was the the orb god. that it was the orb that he hit with the hammer that made it into that big hole that Darktoe is now. The void. Yeah. Well, this brings us to our particular problem. Ever since that occurrence, there have been similarities here as well. Creatures coming out of deep, dark places that have not been seen for well over a millennia. So it is in our interest, we believe, to try to close that particular gateway that's been brought into creation. And based on Are the information like I've heard at this point, it's fair to assume that all of you are essentially responsible for its creation, correct? I blame Shulaman. Blaming yeah. another person is one thing, but let's face it. Letting the, dra- letting the undead Hydra out falls squarely on all of your shoulders, correct? Well, we were tricked. By Shulaman, so I think it's kind of on him a little bit too. Mm. We were just being adventurers. He definitely picked worthy targets then. Mm. Thank you. (laughs) She cocks her head strangely at the degradation remark that Tobias clearly misunderstood. Of course. Yeah, you think anybody could get into that vault? No. <laughs> you watch. You know why? Everybody that made the vault told us that we shouldn't have been able to get into the vault, but we did. So you, their vault. You watch as a, another elf comes out of the crowd. Um, Your Highness, to the point, um, we have regained control of the access to the storage vault, but we cannot gain entrance. We require more information, and more importantly, we require hands-on and direct information to figure out how to get back in. The place has been abandoned for some time. Yes, yes, I know I'm getting to that. Just give me a moment. Was that on the crag's finger? The, the, what was that name of the planet? No, my interest in the Stormlord's vault is, well... Not specific. I'm sure at some point we'll come back to that. But deep underneath my citadel lies a chamber. In that chamber, an ancient relic that we once used to close 
portals. Oh. But we sealed it there because that. its magic was too dangerous to allow others to potentially steal it. And it's been sealed ever since. We used it right after the Calamity to bring order and balance when we established ourselves mm -hmm. here. But knowing what I know now, knowing what you have kind of summed up for me, I do believe that this particular device will aid us in this cause. There is a bit of a problem, though. We think something has penetrated the vault and is preventing us from making our way inside. I was hoping all of you could find your way in, retrieve the relic, make your way back to the court, where we will give you the information on how to use the relic, and then we'll figure out how to get you out to Darktoe and attempt to close the gate. Now, we do know that when we do this, or attempt to do this, this will draw out certain individuals who will try to stop you. This we know a certain. However, this may also help us more specifically identify those players that need to be dealt with. My specialized team have already made a couple attempts at Shulaman, and they have failed miserably. So to say that he is someone to be dealt with lightly clearly is not the case. Does this sound like a at least a conversation of agreement? While while we're doing that and and down trying to break into the vault or unlock the vault, is there any way that you could help? Or, or your agents could help rescue some of our uh, compatriots, our allies that have been imprisoned and are going up for um, judgment execution? And, and execution. Well, soon. unfortunately, prisons and prisoners cannot uh, be my concern right now. It's also possible mm -hmm. if we do that now, it may tip our hand. It's already... Stirring ripples through Wildmont in regards to the Luxodon city being brought back in. That, that, that well, yeah. So we have, we have that was pretty cool, though. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. What, what did they say about uh, when we last talked? What did they say about them? What was the timeline of them being executed? At the end of the week. They have a few days. You have maybe about two to three days. Okay. Uh, well, Your Majesty, I'd like to help you out, but I can't. I got to go save my friends. It's only going to be a couple, three days, and they're going to get executed. And they helped and saved me a plenty of time. So uh, maybe I can come back and help you out some other time. Give me a persuasion check, Tobias. Okay. That's going to stink because I'm not very persuasive. I didn't see. Oh, I'm going to use, I think I have a D10 of inspiration. I'm going to I guidance him? That. Or no, if you have a D10, let's use that. But. You have to touch him. That. That's why I said guidance. I, I don't have to cast it. Sam, do you have a fan on or something? It's my laptop, the fan on it's going. Sorry, I'll try and stay muted. No, that's fine. It's fine. 
It's fine. Can when I you're muted. It's just I wasn't awesome. sure. Awesome. So that's a. It'll be a twenty-six. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say, can I try to discreetly cast Bardic yes, Inspiration? That is no the need. first ever for Tobias. I can't. I couldn't persuade an ant to do anything. So okay, twenty-six. From you watch as the Bright Queen kind of looks at you. As much as I can appreciate your enthusiasm for your friends, I feel this is more important. However, I will aid you and your friends afterwards. At least retrieve the relic so that we may study it and determine our best possible recourse for its use. Then, I will have some of my agents help you get back into the city and help you find a way to save your friends. But Wait. I feel this relic and its retrieval is incredibly important. Why don't we leave now to go get the relic and you can go send out your agents now as we leave? Saves I, time. I can do that indeed. Now that I know specifically that Warden Druna and old Iron Puss are in jail, along with your so-called friends. The very least we could do is um, do a detailed incursion and review of the prisons that they're being held in, and perhaps get you more detailed information in regards to what might be happening to them. Are we in agreement? Right. That sounds like a plan. And, uh, I'm going to look at now, is this a thing where we go down and there's like 50 levels to get down to where we need to get to? Or are we just going to go down some stairs and there's something there and we can just open it's up? It's a bit of a journey place. down into the relic vault, but I can assure you it is not. You will be there as soon as you decide you want to leave and make whatever preparation you decide to make. And I will have um, one of my Aurora captains lead you to the entrance. Now that we've secured the tunnel and made it so that we can egress to the door, we can cut down on your travel time. That can I, good. like, discreetly lean over to Albin? Do you think you could go to Zoom? Look oh. into Captain Albin? I don't think I have much of a choice. <laughs> I... No. I think that me, the gentleman in Fortuna, with the Bright Clean's pleasure, we will head with our agents to Port Zoon and begin to establish a plan. I think that is a good idea. I can even have some of my Ghost Order agents there wait for us as well. But my recommendation is we have a few days at the very least. Even if you retrieve the relic and bring it back to the Bright Queen, perhaps, perhaps visiting the household of Sinclair to find out if we can count on more allies. My biggest concern is a full invasion of Port Zoon might be the better order of the day than merely sneaking in and sneaking out. Invasion. That's unfortunate. General Tobias leads an invasion force into Port Zoon. You're not a part of this conversation. <laughs> oh, okay, <never> mind. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
another wow oh my God. another title for Tobias another title for Tobias <laughs> well, well anyway feel better at least if you're gathering information and making sure the execution doesn't happen before we can get there I will do what I can we need more allies the Luxodons are on our side it would seem that the Bright Queen at the very least is going to provide us with the tools that might be useful in closing the door However, breaking into a well-guarded prison, sneaking very important prisoners out could be an entirely different situation altogether. I feel like maybe having more allies could suit us. We don't have many. Yeah, we're not really known for our finesse. I'm not even sure anyone in your group understands what that word is, do you? <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. It's a weapon, right? Always talking smack, but who do they rely on? Us. Finesse? Finesse. It's a type of weapon, right? <laughs> it is a type of weapon. <laughs> yeah. But they must be storm chasers. The storm chasers. We kill things with great right. skill and finesse. <laughs> well, I, I, to the group, I say we get going. Well, I mean, there's no point in waiting, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, can someone tell me what my armor does? <laughs> <laughs> so that when I go to get killed, I can it can maybe stop what's going to kill me. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you took possession of the new obsidian armor. I took possession, and I said, what does yeah. it do? And you go, I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so he does that a lot. I hope you get back to me before the first blow lands. You know, I got, <laughs> I got yesterday, I got ghost stats like minutes before game started. That's all right. I'll be patient. Just cut me some slack in the combat. That's all I ask. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's get down to this place. Very well. Captain Thamalis, please, if you'll show them to the location. Um, Captain who? Thamalis. T-H-O-M-A-L-I-S-S. Thamalis. Captain Thamalis, if you'd please show our guests the corridor and the entryway. It's a very ancient door, to say the least. You'll find its personality be most unforgiving. But The door has personality? Well, uh, it'll make more sense you. when you see it. What, what's killing everybody down there? Do you know? And all of you are kind of escorted back out into the reception area. Captain Tabalas is waiting there. Um looks at all of you and you watch as the gentleman Fortuna and Albin exchange conversations. Albin comes over to you, Mara. We are on our way. We will keep in touch as much as we can. Good luck, dear. I have my tongue. Yes. Gives you a quick kiss on the cheek and the three of them quickly ascend back up to the first layer of the Citadel and make their way out. Where are you guys going? Aren't you going to stay for the fun and the festive? No, you never do. Never mind. Bias, they're going to Zoom to check on Captain Alabaster. Uh -huh. They're taking care of our friends. Uh -huh. so they're <laughs> laying the ground. Bias is just like, you know, yeah, you know and rats about. really love cheese. Yeah, and <laughs> you uh, know that you're talking about the gentleman, right? When has he ever done anything for us? I'm talking about Albin. Oh, Albin. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, the asshole who well, assaulted you. Yeah, that guy. 
Oh, he insults you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> I think the only person that hasn't insulted me in my life was just the queen we just met. I haven't insulted you. By proxy. Um, By proxy. Let me, at, let me look at my notes here. You called me rat. That's right. Tobias does keep a hate journal. I forgot about that. <laughs> he does. These are people the 9,422 people I hate. <laughs> I call you a captain. Wow. The insult death list, you're on it. Sorry. So you must have done it sometime <laughs> during our adventures. It's because I've disagreed with you. I think it was because you disagreed with him. Call me a liar. So, hmm. Gotta get another. No, that's list, not though. a character. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. <laughs> not, but most everyone has. This is true. So, everyone is on your list? Pretty much. Someday when I'm big. <laughs> Someday when I'm big. I'm gonna turn big. into like a Godzilla sized mouse. Tall. When we Godzilla attack sized. Port Zune, I want to be like a Godzilla-sized Tobias. We could... We doesn't, could doesn't, isn't there a... Is there a gorge or enlarge? Gorge? Okay. Settle down. I don't want to be engorged. Enlarge your dude. Tobias does not want to be engorged. They can only go one size up, though, so he would only shoot up to a medium? If you point a finger at me and say engorged, I'm running. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The, it's enlarged. Sorry, it's enlarged. It's enlarged. So you know, I mean, Thysus could cast enlarge reduce on you and make you people sized. I don't want to be people. I want to do that. Godzilla sized. You'd probably be bigger than me. He's help? cute just the way he is. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So. Let's go find this weird door thing. Goat, and your father smelled the smell of, of the elderberries. The captain looks at uh, whenever you're ready, please follow me. And you watch as We're he ready. immediately heads through a side door within the reception chamber and begins to take you down a very long series of corridors, stairwells. Um, you pass by people either in study, in chamber. They There's probably a lot of activity going on related to the organization and the government of the Kryn dynasty, and eventually you're taken to a particular stairwell that kind of winds down about 20 feet and into what looks to be a recently excavated hallway. You see a lot of equipment and material that have been used to clear this hallway, um, almost as if maybe there was a collapse here of some sort related to possibly an earth tremor or earthquake. He takes you down this corridor and then out and then about 20 feet down into an opening of a larger chamber. Within this chamber, it's solid natural rock, all of it recently excavated. And at the very front of this chamber is a double iron door. Above the double iron door is a dragon head. It seems to be made of stone. The right door seems to be a relief of a cloud and the left door uh -huh. seems to be a relief of does a... it look the same no doesn't look okay yeah it's more okay. of a storm 
cloud feature as opposed to what you remember seeing at the Stormlord's Vault. To the left, you can see a series of representations of the post-calamity um, of the Zarhashian region. You know, you see a panel regarding like a volcano, another panel regarding a great kind of migration of um, uh, very small figures disappearing off into the relief of the mountains, um, the founding of a city, the birth of a city, its expansion, um, and this kind of idea that this is kind of playing out a kind of uh, written story of the founding of um, Aridius and the the general area at this point. In the middle of the Devil Door is just this great seal that uh, reminds you of the Kryn tabard and banner that you saw up top. Um, and this seal is pulsing with a bit of arcane energy. And then you all hear and watch as the dragon head begins to move and talk. Well, what have you brought me to play with today? The others were quite nice. I'm hoping these ones will prove to be more interesting. The captain just looks at you and back at the dragon's head. Well, good luck. And you watch as he quickly leaves and back up the hallway, leaving six of you standing in front of the vault chamber door. What would you like to do? Does the dragon look, look specifically like any type of dragon? Like, is it one of their chromatic? Um, give me a history check. So the door Natural doesn't look 20. like the... Nice. Plus With your modifier? Oh, plus seven. Twenty-seven. Based on its overall appearance, it's kind of hard to tell. It's definitely... Um, it's definitely metallic, not chromatic. Which leads you to believe it could be any of the copper, gold, brass, um, what you would normally know to be more or less um, not malicious creatures. But you don't know if that really matters here. Whatever this seems to be, it's an animated dragon head, roughly about 10 feet tall, 8 feet in width, sitting above the two doors. And it's just staring at all of you very intently with a bit of kind of a passive look on its face. Do I... S I want to look at the mechanics of the door. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Okay. Ooh, sweet. A 31. Oh, let's see. I'm sorry. It's a... 33. Yeah, as far as you can tell, as you step up to it and you're kind of examining it intently, the door itself appears to be very well manufactured. There's no obvious points of mechanisms or mechanical entry. You can hear the voice above you as the dragon looks down at you and goes, <laughs> careful, don't touch the center dial. <laughs> well, I'm a bit bored. Go ahead and touch it. What happens when I touch the center dial? I don't know. Let's find out. Go ahead. Touch it. Uh, yeah. Well, let's think this out a little bit. He watches the arcane seal kind of glows and pulses with energy. The dragon Can just I kind of giggles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to turn to the casters. Can any of you, like, dispel whatever's on that seal? 
Well, if they couldn't I mean, dispel we it, can try. I highly I doubt can try, we yeah. can dispel it. Is there? I give I'm going to look around. Uh, give me an arcana check, Thysis. I'm going to look around the room. Maybe this is just a ploy. The whole door is a ploy. Maybe there's another door or secret passage. Uh, or something. 28. Okay. With your previous investigation, Tobias, this feels very real while oddly eccentric at the same time. But you don't see any other access points physically in front of you. Thysis, with a bit of your new background of knowledge, this feels like magic that's from very old long time like this is not familiar magic to you at all um you get the feeling that the animated dragon head is part of either a riddle or a trap or a way of preventing those <laughs> access into the vault you also get the feeling that if the magic of the vault seal is still active after all all these centuries it may be probably impossible to dispel directly. The um, Craig's finger guys, remember there was a bullhead that we had to answer riddles for to open the door? Yeah. I'm going to look up at the dragon head. Talk to it. Yeah. You got any riddles or questions or anything like that? Riddles? Why would I have riddles? If, well, if we wanted to go bored. into your door, what would we have to do? I don't know. What would you have to do? Do we speak friend and enter? I don't have any friends. You most certainly may not enter. I could be your Can't friend. Enter? Who will you let friend? enter? No, you watch, I want to be his friend, not you. You watch as the big stone effigy of the dragon leans down towards Thysis. So you want to be my friend. Sure, I don't see why not. Well, do me a favor. I'm listening. Go ahead and reach into my mouth and try to pull your hand out before I close it. I don't think that's something friends would do. Reach oh. my hand in. As you reach your hand in, go ahead and give me a deck save. Awesome. <laughs> Jess dies. That's wait, wait, how wait, he wait, a full wait. arm. Was he starting to talk as Thysus put his hand in there? <laughs> 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 uh, so I got a 17. Okay. As you quickly pull your hand back out, there's a red colored stone in your hand. You watch as the dragon looks at you and goes, Oh, huh, I've seen that color before. Interesting. Anybody else want to be my friend? Do you often get people uh, sticking their hands in your mouths, or do you ask them to dinner first? Yeah, I'm next. <laughs> I'll go. I'll I'll be his friend. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cast bless. <laughs> so who wants to go next? It gives. I'll go next. Okay. It gives a D4 to saving throws. I'm casting Two. bless. So Mar, go ahead and give me a deck save. Who deep. did you cast bless on? How many of us are there? Six. Six of us? Let's see, what what level do I have to do it for six people? I'm going to give everyone bardic inspiration instead. That's D d10. Okay. Oh, it's, uh... I'll give it... Everyone? I'll give First it level. to Tobias. Three. Who Who's not sticking their hand in it? 
I think everybody is. Thysus well, was the first wanna. one. So Thysus already did it. Okay, I'll give it to Tobias, Mara, and Samara. Fire, you can bless yourself, right? Uh, well, I can bless everybody. I already gave everyone a uh, bardic inspiration, though, except for you. Okay, because you have a you have a you have a high dex, right? Mm, I mean, it's not. It doesn't suck. Jared, I'm gonna roll. He says it's a plus ten. Actually, should I even? No, it's a D ten. It's a D ten. Hey, Asborn, if you get a chance, hey, when everybody adds their portrait to chat for the future, mm -hmm. can you do the um, edit for me? Okay. I mean, that, I your, your, edit, your edit for yours looks great. That's, that's going to be awesome. So what did you get? I got uh, 24. 24. As you reach your hand in, you pull out a blue stone. Ah, now I've seen that one before. Yeah. Who You're saying a dex save, not... Uh, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Oh, okay, go ahead. Is it a dex save or just a straight dex? Dex save. That's why I did bless. So I have four. Well, no, uh, you guys have Bardic Inspiration, no. which is a D10. We have D10. Bardic Inspiration. D10. Which, thank God, we did, because... Who mm -hmm. bless us? Uh, I blessed three of us. Did Does not bless Bardic me. Inspiration and uh, and um, bless stack? stack? Yeah, stack. I, you just can't do? stack blesses. You okay. Yeah, because you don't blesses. have to roll your And you couldn't stack Bardic Inspiration, but I think you can stack. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't roll inspiration. my Inspiration. I, I don't know. That's up to... I don't know. I didn't need oh, it. I, 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 needed, I needed my Inspiration. I needed my Inspiration. I'm just, um, I got a 19. Okay. okay. You reach yeah, in Thank and you for the Inspiration. I needed that. You reach in and you pull up. out a white stone. The dragon looks uh -huh. at the stone in your hand and goes, oh, that one's going to be very fun. <laughs> so I don't know if this is a good thing. I'll go next. Oh, oh no, no, Tobias, Tobias, you go since you, you have no, a... No, Tobias, you get your hand bit off. Go for, go for it. <laughs> Test the waters. Ooh! Eight. With your bonuses I mean and everything? For real. Wait, wait. With your bardic inspiration? I didn't put bardic inspiration himself. on myself. I gave it to then everyone bless. else. Then bless. Shh. Okay, so D4. Yeah. Because if you didn't do it to you, then you did it not to me. And, and a one you. on the bless. So nine. Oh, you're going to lose a hand. <sighs> Ouch. You pull out a gold stone. But he still has his And hand. the dragon just she looks at you and says, Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> oh. Uh -oh. That doesn't sound good. Okay, my turn. I really wish you'd roll real dice, Asborn, because D&D Beyond Dice hates you. I bought you dice. I have roll the your dice. Okay, I don't Tobias, have a good you get? Roll it. That's a problem. Grab a cup and roll it in a cup. 35. No, 35. You pull a red stone as well. Wow. Hey. Two red stones in one city. <laughs> Can't wait to see what comes out of that. Is there any place to put the stones in the face of the, the uh, door? Uh, give me a perception check. How big are the stones? Uh, about this size. Not that big. 
spit in the palm of your hand. Perception. So who who hasn't gone yet? Fire. I haven't gone. Go ahead and give me a deck save. Okay. Uh, twenty-eight. Uh, twenty-eight. You pull out a red stone, as well. No, I no. no that no. was a perception. No, I pulled out a red. Stone. Oh yeah, that's right. Perception. Uh, perception. So I'm just doing a perception save. Yeah. With the gems you anywhere. can see that the six panels on the left um, side of the door each has a place for a stone to go. Six panels? Okay. Six panels. So we need six. So I look... Okay. And I do not have bardic inspiration. I'll look closely at the panels to see if I could just see where you would put what color stone or what have you. Uh, with that, check... There's no specific reference to the color of stone. You get the feeling that whoever places a stone in any of the particular panels that tell a story, that it's it's more just the matter of you place the stone in, and then maybe something happens. But you don't see anything specific to the coloration or which one to place where. None of that seems to be in relief. You got a dirty 20. Dirty 20? With bless. I didn't have bardic inspiration, right, Asborn? You retrieve no, a blue stone as well. Hey, same as me. So we have two okay. red, two blue, a gold. And a white. And a white. And a white. And a white. What is he does he say anything to fire? He goes, Oh. All of you seem to be pulling familiar stones. Perhaps that's why you're all friends. Uh, Except for me, I, you didn't recognize mine. I tell uh, everybody about the holes over here that. No, didn't he say? In. He said yours was going to be very fun. I don't like that. <laughs> I have the, the red one. He didn't recognize. Okay. Well, yeah, he did say that, oh, I've never seen the red one before. Okay. Here goes nothing. So each Whoa, of the, the minute, oh. so here are the wait, six. Wait, wait, wait. Here are the six panels that you can see. The first panel is a relief of a volcano spewing lava and representing what could be the calamity itself. The second panel is telling a story of migration where many different individuals are funneling themselves into valleys, mountains, and hills, looking for a place to reside. The third panel is the creation of a city, its birth, the founding of a city. The fourth panel, the city flourishes and becomes a beacon to others. The fifth panel is a priest or priestess figure holding up an item to a large eye, and you can see that this item mm -hmm. is probably a magic item of some sort. It's almost as if they're offering or worshipping mm -hmm. a particular item or offering it up. The fourth panel... Six. Or I'm sorry, the sixth panel is a pair of very large doors closing... And a priest or priestess applying something to the doors. This is almost telling you a story of destruction, escape, founding, 
creation, <laughs> worship, and protection. You get the feeling that these stones, these reliefs, have something to do with getting these doors open, but you're not entirely sure. The dragon's eyes glimmer the kind of bluish turquoise hue. Oh, I can hear the questions in your heads. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Are you allowed to give us any clues? I don't know. Do I have any clues to give you? What were the names on the doors again? The first door is the destruction or the effigy of calamity. The Are they actually named? No, they're not. I'm just giving you summarized visuals of what you think they might be. So the first panel, sorry. The second panel is escape or migration or seeking out a safe place to exist. The third panel is the beginning founding of a city. The fourth panel is the city flourishes, becomes a beacon of hope. The fifth panel is the representation of worship. And the sixth panel is the ceiling and protection of something. And all this is just great relief etchings and panels that are intricately carved into the left-hand door. Meanwhile, the right-hand door is merely a series of storm clouds undulating the entirety of the door. And this is when you begin to realize these clouds are moving and shifting at the same time. They're magically active. The seal that seems to bind both doors together is almost like a compass or a series of radial dials they kind of just swirl amongst themselves. Well, maybe we should go in or just do it in order. Who wants to do the first one? Well, it looks like the, I don't know, the red one might destruction, be. Destruction, volcano, destruction probably has to do with fire. Huh? Red for volcano? Good reason is more any. than one red one. We got more than one red. Yeah, so which one? I don't think it matters which. We put the red one in. Well, we, we start with red and end with red? I don't think it matters. It, it matters what we picked out personally. I don't think it matters what color it's going to be. All right, well, I better put my money where my mouth is. Well, I'll go, go first. Keep in mind, each door is 10 feet tall and 5 feet wide. Who's got a mage hand? I'll... Do I still have it? Oh, let me check. Uh, I'll climb up how, there and put I do have a mage hand. I'll boost him up. How high up is the crystal? I mean, the, the like slot That's, for it. Yeah, the um, depends on which panel you try first. The two upper panels are quite oh. high, probably 8 feet up. The two middle panels are about four feet up, and then the two lower power panels it, are like two okay. feet up. It's in the corner of each two. of the panels. Maybe don't Which, touch the door if you can help it. Yeah, well, he said don't touch the seal. I wouldn't touch any of it. I'm, I'm, I'll boost so I'll the mage hand if you guys want I'll me to use up. it. Okay, boost me up. 
How tall are you, you can climb. You know I'm a mouse, I'm right? I'm six and a half feet tall. Okay. Okay. So I put the redstone in the first one, which is the destruction one. Okay. You, as, as you're being boosted up there to do that, the dragon just kind of laughs. Oh, yeah. Start with the hardest one first. Very smart. And you watch as Tobias places the stone into the corner of the panel. And as he does, you guys just watch this energy swirl around him, pull him into the panel. Oh. 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 <laughs> Wait, where Tobias is in the panel? Did it pull him out of my hands? And as you, oh yeah, and as you look at the panel, a stone carving of Tobias is now in the panel. And he seems to be standing in front of this volcanic display. You watch as the right door begins to swirl with lightning-like energy. As Tobias, your world is real. You're standing in front of the largest volcano you've ever seen. You're not familiar with it. Lava and crags of rock and basalt bombs falling all about you. And there in front of you, you watch as this golden dragon just lands in front of you. And as it does, it kind of crawls over to where you are and looks at you and goes, well, seems that you are the first to try this. Might I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. When faced with the impossibleness of certain destruction, who do you think of first? Yourself or your friends? My friends. You guys watch as the panel pops. You watch as Tobias comes out. The panel kind of glows with an effervescent light and then you watch as the door to the right begins to pulse with energy and then tobias is back with you the panel i catch him shrieks shrinks into the door and disappears he watches the stone uh the stone dragon goes well my word my word indeed seems i was wrong about you what happened? And we didn't see any of that, right? Nope. Uh, the dragon asked me a question, and I answered it, and then I am back. That here. dragon? Mm, what? Does, I don't, does it look, was it that dragon? that dragon? It didn't look. It didn't look the same to you. No. Okay. Nah, it didn't look like the same dragon. Okay, so you, you like you, you were like a like a. Where were you? Uh by this huge volcano. And then a golden you dragon showed up in the question. little panel. You showed up in the little panel. Like you, you were there in the panel I, too. You bet I I'm not still in. there. I'd take it and hang it up in my in my ship. That'd be cool. What was what was the question? Draw it. I'll draw it for you. And you know about about you know who who I you know who I like and my friends and that kind of stuff. Insight. Okay. Can you tell us more? <laughs> nah, I really would go into it. It's one of the other doors. I'm moving on. What are the other doors? Uh, migration. Escape the migration migration hills, hills, I feel like we should go blue. I feel like we should go blue for migration. I only have one person talking at a time. 
Okay, blue. That's me or fire. You want to go fire? Or you want me to go? I don't know. I want fire for the prayer one. Uh, what's this next one? Okay, I'll do. I'll Migration. do this one then. Yeah, okay. sure. Go ahead. Can you boost me? Yeah, sure. You did. I guess. So, Mara, you're doing the migration one. Uh huh. You guys watch as she places the stone in the right hand corner of the panel. You watch as the energy <laughs> coalesces around her, pulls her into the panel. You can see her relief kind of join into the relief of the imagery of the panel. For you, Mara, there are hundreds of terrified, worried, concerned people rushing past you, screaming yelling and you watch as this dragon white in scale lands directly in front of you different one i have a question for you would you provide me an answer of course the benefit of those around you. Both suffer at your empathy as well as your fervent beliefs. To aid those that suffer, are you willing to commit suffering? To commit suffering? Is the question. If you are aiding those that are suffering, are you willing to commit suffering to give them their relief? No. You watch as Mara pulses back out. The panel fades into the door. You watch as the right door becomes more animated. <laughs> well, well. Two out of six ain't bad. And he watches the stone dragon, looks at both Thysus and Asborn, and chuckles a little bit. So what happened? Um, yeah, so I was I was there with like all these people fleeing, screaming, and a, a, a white dragon came and asked me a question. He asked if I was willing to commit suffering to help those who are suffering? And I said, no. All right. I'm walking over to creation of a city and I'm putting my gem in. Okay. You, are... you watch as That's... Samara plugs in the stone, the panel, the energy activates. She <laughs> swirls about her, pulls her in. So all around you are people hard at work. Sun beats down. Some are being forced. Some are working of their own accord. It is a sense of survival that is kind of emanating out from here. All these different groups and people. And you're standing amongst it. You watch as a blue dragon lands in front of you. <laughs> it's a massive form. Well... Would you be willing to answer a question for me? Yes. Many civilizations build themselves upon the backs of others. Mm -hmm. A city built of blood on blood 
Would this city survive or would this city fail? would fail. You watch as the panel in Samara's essence comes out. She lands on the ground. The panel reliefs back into the door. The right ten foot tall door is now becoming to be more animated. The storm is building. Lightning, wind, all manner of uh, energy and animation is going on. Leaving three panels. Well, well. That one wasn't so hard, was it? What happened? A blue dragon asked me whether a city built on the blood of others would survive, and I said no. Tobias, what color was your dragon? Gold. Gold. Okay, so who's going in City Flourishes? Would that be my gold door. one? Asborn, you're up. Go, go, go. I feel like it would be the gold one. I'm going to yeah. put it in. You guys watch as Asborn steps forward to that particular panel, sets it into the relief. You watch as the energy pulls her in. She is now in the relief. And you can see it's been activated. For you, Asborn, as you come into this marvelous representation of the city, all about this city is all manner of wealth, but kind of spattered here and there. You can see poverty, crime, suffering. The difference between those who have and those that do not have is quite extreme. You watch as a individual in a palaquin is being carried about by those that have clearly been forced to do so as they look emaciated. And this place is one of decadence and over-the-top nature of its wealth. And then you watch as a green dragon lands alongside you. This one seems to befit you the most. Not. It does. This one tells a story of why all of humanity continues to suffer the plights it suffers. Tell me. Are you willing to answer me a question? Yes. If the choice was to benefit those for the benefit of yourself, or to use your benefits to benefit all of those who do not have choice, which would you pick? All of those who don't have choice? As watch as the panel, you watch as... Asborn comes back out, lands on the ground. The panel shrinks into the door, leaving just two. And the stone that was effigy of the dragon. Well, once a Sinclair had other thoughts than their own. Did we tell the dragon you were a Sinclair? I don't think we did. Awesome. Great. What did, so what did the dragon ask you? Uh, I had a green dragon, and I was in this lavish city, and he asked whether I would use my wealth to help others or benefit, 
benefit only myself. I said, help others. Okay, my turn. And I go up and put my, my blue gem in the worship door. You guys watch as a fire does the same thing as everyone else. You watch the energy pull her in to the relief panel. You watch the relief panel flare. Fire, you find yourself immersed in a very ancient ritual, unfamiliar to this kind of um, uh, worship. You can see a great figure upon a pedestal of sorts. They're holding something very bright and very effervescent in their hands, and they seem to be offering it up to those in front of them. Crowds circle about, murmuring and chanting in unison with the worship of the creature, or worship of the priest. So you'll make sure I did this right. Gold, white, blue, green. Mm. You watch as a red dragon comes down. They send the most religious ones to me, it seems, all the time. Would you answer me a question if I asked it of you? Yes. You watch as the massive red dragon head looks about. It's always good to have faith. But what is the difference between the faith of one, the faith of many, and the faith of the blind? What do you get when you combine the three? Out of character. Great. I don't get the, you know, the yes <laughs> they or get, no They get harder with the They get harder with the what progression the of the panels. That would have been the same <sighs> one to anybody else who took that panel. Okay. Okay. What is the sound of one hand clapping? <laughs> 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 It claps for the... Um... Okay, say that again. The faith of the one versus the faith of the many versus the faith of the blind. All three of these, what do they get you? Faith of the one, the faith of the many, and the faith of the blind? Perhaps you're not as worthy as they think. I can send you back. It'll be painful, but you'll recover. Oh, I wanna, I wanna answer just thinking. I'm thinking. You watch as the priest by itself offers up the item. You watch as the crowd kind of murmurs and moves about themselves. You watch as the zealots approach the crowd and you watch as panic begins to set in. Seems like something here is playing out based on the question that was asked. Okay. 
faith. What happens when you have three different faiths? Well, then you get arena. Um. <laughs> Dark, baby. Dark. Sorry. <laughs> so easier just to give your soul the ball. <laughs> it was not easy. Thank you very much. What happens when you have three different faiths? Then you're torn. You watch as fires pulled out of the relief. You watch as the relief a bit diminishes into the door, leaving the final panel. How's this again? Get in there. It was uh, the panel of protection. Ceiling protection. All right, I'll go in. Whatever. Red one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, red gem. Sure. He watches Thysis places the stone into the final panel. His energy absorbed into it. You could see his stone facade form in the panel. Thysis, you watch as a massive creature awaits you when you stand before these two great doors. This creature has a gold head, a white head, blue, a green, and a red. You also watch as in the very center of it, a larger serpentine head of black. As this six-headed dragon stares at you, standing alongside these two massive pearlescent doors, each head talking separately. Ah, look at the one that they sent for this one. Oh, says I. And they all kind of look down towards you and they kind of, ah, send the non-believer, the one that searches for what they could never find. Rest, peace, quiet of a world wrapped of their existence. Been a many a soul, this one, and now something new, something different stands before us. Is it worthy? Can it answer this question? Your questions aren't much of questions. It's more of just reaffirming your own beliefs and values. Ah, spirited, knowledgeable, risky, take of this one, is it not? Well, so much confidence. We shouldn't disappoint it, shall we? No, we shouldn't. We should ask it. Hardest question of all. You stand in front of the last great seal of a gate that holds back an old, old way of the world. This gate has remained sealed for thousands of years. What gate am I? Come, come. You spoke with such confidence. Clearly, you must know. Gate of these nuts. Uh, uh. Gate these nuts. <laughs> A hint? It once already. Not so confident. Not so smart.
thousands of years we've settled. Don't send me that shit. This gate always kept a watchful eye, has always made sure that the nine never rise to come and destroy this world again. What gate am I, foolish one? Between me and some bitches. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best gate. Um, shit. What? 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 It pulses, and you're back with us. Oh no, no! Wait, let him, let him think, let him think. Does it? No, does it? So bold in its assumptions. It is by far the most important gate. The prime material plane could ever know, and here he stands. Idiocy, unknowing, doomed his world is. All six heads lean in, especially the center large head. Doomed he is now. (laughs) We should rip it from itself, force it to become what it knows it should be. It bears the markings. It bears the symbols. The angels would not miss this one, would they? The angels would totally miss that one. Keeps the nine from coming here. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. What's the gate that Zarel was a keeper of? No, that wouldn't be it. Well, as of this very moment, yeah. there is no gate. Yeah. Yeah. You watched. <laughs> the relief pushes Thysis back out. It settles into the door. The stone head looks down at Thysis. It now stands there looking. You watch as the right door crackles with energy. The left door crackles with energy. Well, in a bit of the future halfway. Good luck. He watches the stone facade freezes two massive doors stand open and the smell of a thousand-year-old chamber just washes over you. Oh, wait for the undead hydra to leave first. Does it smell? It just smells old, musty, and mildewy, and echoey. You actually watch as fire goes, does it smell? Smell, 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 smell. Oh, let's get in there and get what we need to get and get out. I mean, not it going first, so. What's up? Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Um, Wait, is, it, is it dark? Is it very dark? dark. I'm going to oh, cast light. You cast light, let's the darkness. There's some traps and stuff. We the don't darkness know. does not abate yeah, let's do with that the light. First. Okay. Oh. Pull out my rapier. With dark vision and stuff, we can't see it, so it's um, see through it. It's magical darkness. <clears throat> does light penetrate magical darkness? No. So it's still dark. Yeah. I'll walk through. You guys watch as Tobias just steps through. Tobias, you feel this cold kind of sensation as you pass. <laughs> and as you step through, you see a familiar person standing there. Oh, hello. What's your name? As Qualish stares right at you. Oh, God. Wait, 
Um, uh, undead Qualish. Qualish. Okay, Qualish. You guys don't know. Tobias is the only one that stepped through. And hey, I, wanted well, to I follow Tobias. Tobias. Okay. Qualish, how you doing? So as all of you one by one follow Tobias and then you step through this barrier, Qualish merely sits there at a table, chair, in a chamber that doesn't really make a lot of sense. There is an item on this table. A square kind of crystalline cube. And he sits and just looks at the six of you. I was not expecting visitors, but please come in, sit down. I have been here for so long, I really don't know how long I've been here. You, lot, you all seem familiar to me, but I don't know why. Who are you? What are your names? Tobias. We met on an island. Oh, we've met. Well, wait, yeah. on an island, yeah. Wait, wait, you must wait, have wait, 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 wait. someone who looks wait, like you. Wait, wait, wait. Did you make clones of yourself from other dimensions? Or bring over clones from yourself from another dimension? Well, I... At least one. Just I, one. I practice the art of magics all the time. I manufacture them. I'm busy today. I've been working on this particular cube. I've been working on it for... Oh, I don't know years. What it, what is the cube? Well, it's a theory of mine that I feel like I can travel to other points in time. I've felt that this is something very important to utilize in my works, and I've been trying to figure it out for years and years. But unfortunately, I've not had much success. Perhaps you could sit oh, and well. help me figure this out. Yeah, we kind of need it, so we'll be going. And I guess if you want to come with us, you can. But we what, we need to save the world. But we do don't have time to it, sit and look at stuff. And are there any doors you know. behind him? It's other than the area that he's sitting in, and where you're kind of all circled around talking to him. It's just pitch black all around you, almost like you're in this weird kind of bubble. Um, fire, couldn't you tell the the real Qualish from the other ones with your goggles? Well, it was the the real Qualish had the goggles. No, he the, had goggles on ones, his head. The other ones had goggles. Um, does he have goggles? He, he does not have any goggles on currently. And he doesn't have a cube around his neck, right? Because he had a cube around his neck and goggles, right? Mm -hmm. Is it the same cube from before? It looks like it. So this is Qualish in the This past. is pre-Qualish. This is... Will and we met him in the Future past? He's a pre-quill. Pre-qualish. Yeah. <laughs> what if this Wait, is current-qualish and we met hey, future-qualish? You did it! Right, I think we did. You solved it, buddy. I solved what? You did it. How did I do it? Solved the cube. I solved the cube. The, the time we saw you it. with it on your neck, so you solved we it. We met you before in the future. I think your future, our past. I don't know if I solved it. I mean, the only thing I can ever seem to get it to do is... Project fragments of time. Here, let me show you. And he grabs it and he oh kind of twists it, and you watch as <laughs> there's like a puff of arcane energy and it just <laughs> crashes nearby. I don't know what this means, but it's interesting to say the least. And you watch as this projection begins to bubble up and flourish. And it's it's hard to tell, maybe five or six individuals. They seem to be making their way through a very unfamiliar forest and up alongside a very unfamiliar mountain. And they seem to be going into 
a very unfamiliar mine shaft. You can even hear natterings of their conversations, something about Turcasta's lab and a strange going ons of a of a of a previous situation. What could that possibly be? What could that possibly be? Nice, nice reference, man. Nice reference. Nice reference. Is that Monday session? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you then watch this one's the most interesting one, if you ask me. And you watch as the arcane arch comes out and there's a bloom of energy. You are looking at strange machines crossing a very unfamiliar surface. Huge cannon blasts coming out of them. Four individuals, a what looks to be a, a dragonborn, uh, what looks to be some human of some sort, a fur bog. And they seem to be having a very intense conversation with somebody that goes by the name of Slackjaw. And it's a time that you're just not familiar with, a land that you're not familiar with. And then one by one, these worlds come into existence. One world he references as Cinder. Another world he references as Exandria, but a different time or different place as the founding of Darktoe seems to be uh, happening as well. And... One by one, other worlds come into existence. One by one, other places. And you watch as he puts his hand into these arcane balls of energy, attempts to pull something out, and then <laughs> the arcane energy fades. I can bring the fragments into existence. I know that there are fragments of me in these timelines. I can't seem to bring that fragment of me here. I feel like I'm close, but I, I can't seem to make this thing work. And he just kind of gets out of his chair, kicks it with frustration, looking about the place. How did you all get in here? Why are you here? We came through the door. We, uh, we talked to the dragon. Oh, dragon, you mad! I don't know of any door dragon. Well, well it's kind of a dragon door. Yeah, you can come with us and see if you want. Come with you. Come with you where? Back out, out the door. The door. Out of this door. room. He looks. There's no door there. All of you look back. You do not see a door. Just black, shrouded bubble that's around you. I'm going to go try and walk back through the door. Just hit cold darkness, bounce off of it. Oh, God damn it! Well, polish So, um, can can Thysis look at the look at the box? He's pretty smart. He might be able to help you. Oh, I suppose. You feel free, of course. Look at the box. See if you can figure it out. I'm gonna walk around the darkness and see if I can. Try and see if it's penetrable anywhere or if it's completely impenetrable. Give me investigation check. Thysis, he points at the cube on the table. There's some writings and other documents on either side of it. Stacks of books. Um, your passive is high enough that you look at these books. They all have something to do with projection, planar travel, um, the different the ideas of the different planes of existence, the fae. The, ethero, the ethereal planes of existence. Everything that would have anything to do with passing through very difficult um, areas of magic and what they might mean. I'm going to ha have Ember guide me. 
guidance. Okay. Okay. Well, because my investigation is... I got an 18. Okay. Your hand just finds firm, cold resistance wherever you go. I'm going to walk over to Samara. Guys, this isn't looking good. What do you what do you think would happen if I ethereal stepped? Could I get into another plane? You probably just get pushed back. I mean, we might already be in another might? plane. I don't know. I'm not well versed in planar travel. So try it? Could I try it? Maybe look at the I mean, we're plane here to first? heal you if you need to. Um, I'm gonna ethereal step. You feel the magic form and then fade the moment you try it. Nothing? Nothing. You feel like wherever you are is not capable of understanding where you are trying to go. It's almost as if you're stuck in between everywhere. Are the little bubbles that he brought up, are they still open? Can we still see these visions or did they close up? The one he attempted to put his hand in closed up. But there's dozens upon dozens of other worldly references here around you. What's the one closest to me? Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, 23. 23. The one closest to you it appears to be a world filled with small humanoid-type creatures. They seem to be uh, nomadic in nature, and they're passing through and orv over many uh, large mountainscapes, in and out of valleys. Um, the world itself appears to be very warm in some areas, cold in the other. And it's just giving you this... Are we seeing this, it from like a bird? Yeah, like a... Like almost like a bird's eye view. From up above, we're seeing them down below. Mm -hmm. I reach my hand in. As you begin to reach your hand in, this cold kind of uh, psychic resonance kind of permeates up your forearm and elbow. Um, give me an intelligence save, please. Um, does Bardic Inspiration over? One, two, two, three. Twenty-four. One use, it shouldn't be over. <coughs> twenty-four. I'm good at, at twenty-four. As you put your hand smart. in, you feel a hand grab your hand, and you begin to pull something outward. At first, it's almost a mirror image of yourself, but as soon as that hand gets close to the edge of the arcade essence that you're in, there's a separation, and the energy collapses in on itself. And you pull your hand out and looking at it, it's kind of smoke and wreathed with magical residue from the effort. Take a point of exhaustion, please. Ah, dang it. Almost uh, had it. Well, you save, so you don't take damage, just the point of exhaustion. Wallace rolled a 28 on his save. Oh, don't touch anything, everyone. So you know. Instead of trying to pull something out, have you ever tried to go in? Yes, I've tried that before. I feel like that would be it's, not safe. 
but unfortunately, the boundary and resistance between time and the plane that I think these places exist on, I can't cross forward. I can only bring out. It appears the cube is more of a reflection of a of of a of a piece of me. I just don't know how to get me out of the reflection. Are there any other relics in here that, you know, could help? You keep speaking as if I'm in a predetermined space. I, this isn't I don't know what you mean space. by relics. I've been here working on my creation for years. But you keep speaking to me like I'm a third person of existence. You're the I interlopers, not me. I don't think I was the problem is, is that we met you before years, so you haven't technically been in here for years? I don't know. Time is weird for you, my weird little friend. I think it's a wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey thing. That all yeah. sounds like clever speech, but it doesn't tell me anything, now does it? We told you you already solved it. Well, if I've already solved it, why am I still here? Well, when we met you, you had a lot of you. Like, so, it was you and, like, an army of you. you. Yeah. Me Is there a and an army of me. Almost endless supplies. And you Is would use that to, like, create more of you. Is there Polish. a way to look at this time or this dimension? Not these other places. What about looking at you from the past? Well, that's what I'm trying to do. Is I am looking at me from the past. I am in but all those of don't these. Look like you. But I'm in all of these worlds. I'm merely reaching oh. out. He looks at you momentarily. Son of a bitch. I've been confusing numbers with possibilities. I should be focusing on... He watches everything just kind of fades. And then your world comes into a hundred different projections. As everybody's past begins to play out in all these different projections. It's not the possibility of the world. It's the timeline that matters. Excellent. Excellent. You watch as everything fades. <laughs> the darkened chamber lights up. <laughs> you watch as in the center of this chamber that you're in, there's a single circular staircase that leads downward and deeply downward. You watch as a familiar person steps out of the edge of the chamber. You'll have to excuse my priest's insistence on knowing everything before we allow you to retrieve this relic. You can never be certain who we are partnering with. You watch as the Bright Queen kind of moves around you, staring at all of you individually. This particular magical incantation of knowing is designed Truly really understand who and what you are, what you're capable of, 
and what has influenced your past and how you think that past influences your future. This relic that we're allowing you to retrieve, if you are successful in retrieving, I don't know what creature guards it, but I assure you, there is a creature down there that guards it. But, as we are always told by the curators of creations, the greatest safety that they've put on this particular relic is the fact that none of us here can wield it. Only those that are strange to our land, strange to our culture, and strangers to us about the opportunity to wield it. Because that is the nature of faith, hope, and all of the things required of those that are determined to undo what they have done. I believe all of you believe this. Believe it or not, this was the easy part. He watches the Bright Queen, waves her hand over Samara. Samara, you no longer have that point of exhaustion. Oh, good. Wrong answers to the right questions. Thank you for that. Could have easily brought everything to a halt, but you are worthy. You may proceed. <laughs> like, like this disc of energy next to her, and she steps right through it. It closes. <laughs> you watch as the stairwell darkness kind of expands slightly, a cold air emanating up and out of it, the kind of smell of ancient nature to it. And deep in the bowels of the stairwell, you hear this. And the like the subtle tremors of. Of course. All right. Who's up? Let's go. I'll go first. Are you quiet? I'm not quiet. <laughs> I don't know why the person in the loudest armor always <laughs> wants to go first down a hall <laughs> when you got me. <clears throat> so if you're oh, all trying to be stealthy, trace, go ahead and give me... Wait, wait, wait. Pass, pass without a trace. Okay, so everybody give me stealth checks with plus 10. Plus 10, okay. I set up my dice rolling area. Oh, I love that 26. sound. 26. I love that Ooh. sound. Oh, that's good. Like, 27. 31. Nice. Uh, plus 10, right? Yeah. Mm. I got a 19. Ooh, that's that whisker plus 10. I got a 21. That's with the plus 10. 21. I got a 21. I got a 21. So I got a 19, a 21. And then I cast that. With the plus 10, I have a plus 18. And I got a 21. (laughs) (laughs) Tobias, what did you get? Like 85? No, I I rolled really (laughs) shitty. So I got a... Let me look again what I got. uh, This is great. This Uh, is great. Oh, wait, I have a plus three. Wait, 20, 29. 29. So I, I almost forgot like my stealth bonus. 
I got like a 28. That's good. So who am hey, I missing? Look at this. Mara, what'd you get? Not, not how could it 31. 31. Should have got, I could have got a 41. It's actually overall average. Solid. Average Solid. is out to be pretty good. Only the, the 19 makes it a wee bit rough for the journey down these stairs. And the bell curve. And you're not sure if it's the nervous farts that Thysis is letting out as you make your way down <laughs> the stairwell. I smell bimstone. <laughs> it looks like a little cave into hell. <laughs> There's a glow in the back of his pants when you... <laughs> oh. oh, no. 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 Uh. As you guys begin to descend deeper, deeper down this stairwell, making your way, you just feel this cold air emanating upwards, stealthy, going down and down and down. Everybody give me con saves, please. Con mm. saves. I'm shivering in my breeches. <laughs> Ooh, 30. 10. I have fur. Do I get, uh, you know, bonuses? <laughs> advantage? Dirty 20. I got an I also got a, thir- a dirty 20. If you, you roll if you roll a 20 or higher, you save. No, I do okay. not save. If you fail, you take 12 points of cold damage. Ay, ay, ay. I'm totally Except my magic armor keeps me from taking it. I have it. fur. I mean, like, five layers of save, armor is still cold, man. Half. Yeah, but it's metal armor. The yeah, but then I have like a lot of cloaks on. You can even see sh- like ice and kind of like frozen kind of like bits of ice forming on all your metallic gear and weapons. You can now see just the immediate like kind of burst of your breath in front of your face and you can hear somewhere down below. As, do, we think, do we have anything against cold? Uh, I can make a fire. <laughs> My armor might be cold protection, but I don't know. You're, are you wearing your leather armor that you ordered, right? It's your leather. Yeah, obsidian. yeah the obsidian yeah. leather armor. Um, oh. It's plus three to your armor class. And once per short rest, for a single turn, you become invulnerable. Ooh. What did I get right. for my maul? Solid. Your maul is plus three to hit, plus three for damage. And oh. if you crit, uh, you, you crit on a 19 or higher with it. And whenever you crit, you gain 3d8 um, uh, bonus of hit points back to you. On on the other maul, not the, warrior, uh, the wild mother's maul, right? Oh, did I just give you the Wild Mother's Mall? Is that what that one was? You gave me a different, like, version of the Wild Mother's Mall. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Um, the mall that you, Well, no, the mall that you got back um, from uh, Port Zune, right? That one? Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's a, the mall of advantage. So when you hit with that, you have advantage on your rolls. Mm-hmm. And you're able to swing that with one hand and still be able to... Um, benefit from the two-handed damage uh, versatility of it and it's mm-hmm. plus one to hit and plus one for damage I built that one a long time ago I didn't realize you guys were going to be on the run for like a year so is the wild mother's mall also <laughs> two-handed is it forced two-handed so are we dropping that 
It's up to, to you. It's up to you. Because I've been using a maul, which is technically two-handed, right. one-handed this whole time, because that's shield. how we're planning it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's totally up to you. I mean, you getting hit, eh, but doing a lot of damage is kind of mm. cool. Question is, should you be carrying two mauls? Darth Maul. <laughs> hey, Jason, did you say short rest or long rest for I like that? that? Short rest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it's only good uh, for one turn, which is, you know, you pick the turn that you're on and you, you as a reaction, you invoke invulnerability and nothing can harm you for that one turn. Okay. Okay, so we're for sure making the Wild Mother's Maul two-handed. Yes. Okay, then I'm taking off my shield. Okay. No more Sentinel, guys. For now. Oh, man. For now, for now, we'll figure it out. For now. You need me to put your shield in my in my bag of holding? That'd be nice. Thank you. Okay, I put your shield in my bag of holding. Make a note that the shield is in the bag of holding. It is in the bag of holding. I cannot protect you if we get... Wait, wait, wait. We're about to fight a, a, a enemy that probably has frost breath. I'm going to yes. put my shield back yep. on. Okay. Do you, do you want and me then, to hold your other maul then? Yeah, I'll drop my other maul in. You guys can now hear the heavy breathing of something far below as you continue down this stairwell. And finally, the feeling of your booted feet on very thin sheets of ice underneath you crackle slightly. Your breath is visible because this space is almost kind of translucent and it's almost like there's an arcane energy here, kind of just swirling about you. You can see it kind of coalesce and the frost form with it, your breath kind of making a space almost. It's very cold here. It's beyond cold. All of you here. It's advanced cold. And you can feel the tremors in the ground. How big does it feel like that creature is? Like a giant? Give me a nature, or give me, yeah, give me a survival check. I'll creep closer uh, down there and see what I can see. Well. It's hard to tell without seeing it. Tobias, go ahead and give me a perception check as you kind of walk away from the stairwell towards where you can see the beginnings of a stone archway. Uh, Pursuit 28. 28. You kind of peer around the stone archway, and as you look, it looks like the hallway extends to the right and the left, and there's kind of like a slightly curved hallway in front of you. But as you look to the right, at first what you thought was just the hallway finishing at the end, you watch as something moves, and then suddenly you can now see into a room, almost as if something was in front of that doorway and then moved away from it. Something very large. Bigger than the doorway. I didn't hear you. I'm going to use message. I whisper, there's something very oh. large down here. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to sneak around the corner. I see if I can sneak and get a peek at it. Okay. Before we go, can wait, someone wait. Let's send Ember. 
Wait, Asborn, what were you gonna ask? Can can someone cast the telepathy spell? Oh, well that takes I 10 can minutes. ritual cast it. Take ten for sitting here for ten. Why don't, uh, why don't you do that while Ember goes and investigates? Okay. If you guys are cool with that, that's what I'll do. I'll just ritual cast it. We can always stop you if something out. happens. Yeah, can I stand like in front of her? Mary Beer. You just have to cast it really quietly. I guard you. <laughs> I guard you. <laughs> you are guarded. You both get swallowed whole at the same time. Um. <laughs> Can I check if the walls are a mimic? Are we inside of a mimic? <laughs> ah, 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 my worst dream! My worst nightmare! Ah! We all wake up from the nightmare. We're still in the court. And the Bright Queen has like cast mass hallucination on us. Oh, I need oh. to get that spell. That'd be so funny. Okay, so I send Ember while she Samara is casting uh, the telepathy. Okay. Should probably really, be near me since you're gonna be like through him or through her. Really, really, really quietly and slowly going over and checking out the door. There's no door. Oh, I thought he, you said there was a door. No, it, 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 it looked door. like Archway. it was just the end of a hallway to a wall. And okay. then suddenly something moved, and then Tobias could see into the open space. Oh. I said there's something very large down here. That's what I said. Okay. Let's stealth over there. hope you have a good stealth for your... You guys kind of all begin to like take position. So Ember's going first. Creepy, creepy, creepy. creepy. Well, we we can't go anywhere until Samara finishes. Yeah. Yeah. Samara, so Am ten minutes. Yeah, in like ten t- ten minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it an hour? It's ten minutes. Ten minutes. No, it's ten minutes. Time okay. has passed. <laughs> yeah. We have this SpongeBob transition. And periodically, yeah, you know, exactly. you can hear something large later. shifting the you know the the sound of impact tremors deep down these hallways shifting from point to point but yes you finish your spell we have telekinesis everyone telepathetic. I mean, telepathetic. Can, can i tell if you the reading sounds human noise <laughs> Tune with my mind telepathy. telepathy you guys all now have telepathetic yes i use my telepathetic powers Okay. We hear in our minds, you yeah, have I'm telepathetic. Okay, sending Ember. Send Ember. Give me a stealth check uh, for Ember. Does Ember get past without a trace? Uh, no, because you won't be with her the whole time. She'll be much further away. Too far right. away. Uh, 16 and 4. 30, 20. 3020. She can't guide herself, I don't think. You watch as Ember quickly flies into the open portion of this hallway. And oh, I didn't just, want her in, just looking. Right. She flies to okay. the edge. Well, she's flying, so she's got to like... Right, right, right. You know, so she's flying at the end of the hallway, kind of looking around. And as she looks, you see this 30-foot-tall blotched out 
furry, maned-like creature with two sets of arms just kind of come out of the dark. It's huge, like, mouth with many rows of teeth on the inside of it. Three eyes on either side of its, like, kind of, like, porcine-looking visage. It kind of walks right past Ember, and it takes almost, like, a minute for it to complete walking past Ember. Uh, Ember, like, is forced back as this frozen wave just kind of crashes into her, nearly wiping her out, but she moves back quick enough to stay away from it. This huge beast just drifts off deeper into the chamber. You watch his huge, massive arms, the size of small ships, kind of cling on to the side, pull itself up into an opening above the stone floor, and then Ember loses sight of it. But you can Ember can feel and hear its movement and its shift. And then suddenly she looks up to see its head poke out further up, and then it dips back in, and just the continued low rumbling and Does it sound like it's going to sleep, or does it sound like it's moving again? Sounds like it's just moving about. Okay. While it's in the cave that we can't see, uh, Ember... I'm going to have her look around and see if she can see anything that resembles a relic that we're looking for. As she flies around the lower portion of this huge empty chamber, give me an investigation check. Investigation is intelligence? Yes. Okay. Roll high. Roll high. Roll high. Uh, 13. 13. She swirls around... And in the center of this massive chamber, there's like a dais and a series of stairs that lead up to it. On the top of this dais, there's something of like an energy-like formation there. But whenever she gets near it, it kind of pushes her further back and away. Almost as if because she's magic in essence, it's not allowing her to approach it. Okay, so there's a dais in front or in the middle with stairs that go up and a big ass creature that's hairy and has like cold emanating from it and lots of arms and, and a piggy like face okay I don't remember I don't know horse, see, horse sign is, is that piggy you see how horse sign is piggy yeah how tall is it in there like did you see how I mean it's so tall it goes beyond Ember's scope of view. It looks like it goes 90, 100 feet, maybe even taller. It's it's huge. It's like huge. I'm just saying that I learned a new spell that I want to try. What is spell? Reverse gravity. Does it only work on one thing or does it work on is it area of effect? It's area of effect. Let me see. Hold on. Let me pull it up. 50 foot radius, it reverses the gravity. I also have that spell. It is very funny. Yeah, but how high is the ceiling? Exactly. Compared to how high the creature is. The beast will fall up and it'll take fall damage, right? If the ceiling is like a couple hundred feet. It says 100 foot. 
I love the look on Ivar's face. It's just classic. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all are trying to plan. We should just go in and kill it. I don't know if we can kill it. I don't know if we want to kill it. <laughs> so what you're saying is it takes, we want to do the same thing. A minute that we... While we run in, grab it, and then run out. Okay, so if Thysis can fly and we give Thysis the bag of holding and he goes and scoops whatever it is that's on that dais up and and then... Wait, is Ember at the dais? Just... Wait a minute. If, if the dais rejects oh. magic and the bag of holding or if spell get to it... But, well, I mean, she's probably big enough. It's probably small enough that Wait, Thysis fire. can fire. Fire, do we know where Ember is in relation to the dais? He He's currently hovering right over it. What if you could? Since we have uh, telepathy, can I lo determine how far away uh, Ember is from me? Can they see what I see through her head? My armor through your description. So I mean, you can give me a performance check to see how well you describe it for everybody. This is more detailed than you normally have to be. Thirteen. Thirteen? I mean, it's hard to translate. I mean, she's describing this massive cylindrical natural chamber with many different levels going up. This creature is kind of poking its head out, looking around, and then climbing and moving all about this chamber. In the very center is this 20-foot diameter dais with stairwells leading up to it, and a ball of energy or some kind of arcane energy in the middle of it. Um, and Ember is currently kind of circling above it, like about 30 feet. Is it a very large chamber? It's huge. I'm going to call Ember back. I have Dimension Door. We could grab it's it. Amazon Warehouse big. Yes. It's Amazon Warehouse big. I feel like, like Isis, five Amazon Warehouse. Thysis also has teleport, I'm pretty sure. Thousands of people begging for our help in there. <laughs> Very concerned about <laughs> Don't get health care. Help us, please. I do have time. very much mobility shit. I think Mara has a good point that if it is anti-magic, it might not allow us use magical means to get it out. Where did this physically anti-magic come from? Because Ember was magic and approach it. It rebuffed her. But Ember Ember could make it very far and close to it. She could get close to it, but she can't touch it. So are you thinking like you'll dimension door close to it and then run and run? Is that what you're thinking? No, like dimension door like just like on top of it, grab it, and then just get out. What if, what if we have to kill the thing in order for the magic to stop so we can get it? Well, then if I cast reverse gravity on it and it hits the ceiling, it's going to take a lot of fall damage. And then you drop the spell and it'll take fall that damage. That is, that is. And then it'll take more fall damage going back down. Okay. I would say that's a big if, because what if it just holds onto the ledge? It has a lot of arms and it seems to use them to mantle anyways okay it could hold on to the ledge but it would still stay up for a minute holding on to the ledge and my new my new armor gives me invulnerability for one round 
So if I, we could do something. Right, but you can't get all the way in there and back in one round. Mm-hmm. I might be able to get in there and then. I think I think I the best it. way just to stay safe then is to try a stealther way that? in. That way we just have our options open and we can get out at any time. I just look at you in your armor. I just look up and down. We have passed without a trace. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me like that, silly mm-hmm. mouse. <laughs> What's yeah, the plan, you're the guys? epitome of quiet. How far into the chamber is the stairs? How far into the chamber is the stairs? Um, about a based on the amount of distance that Ember went to keep this direct line of communication with fire, it's no, maybe roughly 50 feet to the stairwell that leads up to the dais in the very center, and she's currently circling right above it. So she's maintaining that minimum distance that's required for fire to be able to see directly through Ember's eyes, which was an hour. So the I mean, thing that it's feet. on top of the dais it's on top of is like 50 feet tall? No, the dais it's on top of is only about 10, 15 feet tall. It has like two exterior stairs um, mm-hmm. leading up the 10 feet to get onto the dais. Okay. So okay. roughly 60 feet there, 60 feet back? Roughly. Because I have my boots of speed. And oh. vulnerability. And you can dash as your bonus action. And I can dash as my bonus action. I could hold it up for a minute and give you that time to run in and grab it. So if I can run in, grab it, and run out, and then if something happens, I also you, guys, haste. you guys could use your spells on Isis, if anything tries to get that, me. Isis, do you still have that banishment thing or whatever it is? You can like banish them for a minute. I also have That's a really monster. big creature, though. The size of the creature, a, I don't think, matters. It, it doesn't have a size, like, large or smaller or whatever. For gravity? No, no banishment. But I'm sure uh, the thing's got a saving throw that kicks everybody's just, ass. I think... It's going to use its legendary action. Remember those words. I'll definitely legendary action. One of his five legendary actions to. I can get it. Add horrible sentence after that. That those words. Legendary (laughs) resistance to all of the stuff that you are doing right now. (laughs) Right, exactly. It has legendary resistance. It's going to use its legendary resistance to, 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 to stupidity. Yeah. I honestly think we should just all go together. It's the safest way. Not if Why it don't we leave with one hit down. because its hand is twenty feet tall. I mean, just just ask it politely not to hit you. The ball, ballad, <laughs> yeah, valid, valid. Let's just ask. How, it. Can you how broad is it across? Like, how big is it? Based there? on it, fire. It took a minute to walk across Ember's vision. Jesus. It's massive. It's beyond huge. It would yeah, be considered gargantuan to most gargantuan. of Gargantuan. It's like as big as the the that Leviathan, the um, Hydra. The undead yeah. Hydra. No, bigger than that. No, it'd be it's about the same, same size. It'd be about, it'd the, be same about size. the same size. He was gargantuan. Oh. 
It's as big as the undead hydra, guys. I mean, this is where my skill set comes in. Sneaking around. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, g- I'm gonna cast haste on Tobias. Well, I already, I already got boots well, of haste. Are we ready? Oh, you already have boots of haste. So you I have, have boots, boots of haste. Speed. You have boots, well, of, boots speed. of speed. Well, boots of speed. Same. Haste doubles your speed. Like, all oh. speed. Those are completely different, Tobias. But haste doubles your speed and gives you an extra action. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So... If it's I bigger than 15 feet so you can, you can the, double the in one work. turn. Alright. So it doubles my walking speed, so it'd be 35, it'd be double speed, it'd be 70. And then if that doubles my speed, that'd be like 140. And then you can dash twice. And then I can dash, which, which would be... Would 280. 280. 280. Yeah, 280. Thanks for doing this that. This mouse is zooming. This mouse is zooming. <laughs> we, uh, we accidentally made Sonic. <laughs> I get there and my heart explodes. Um, <laughs> so, explode. He says give you a point of exhaustion. And then you guys can be ready with spells in case the thing leaps uh, down or tries to get me or something. And I can use my invulnerability for that one round to be able to, on my way back, is what I'll do. I'll use it. If he shows up, back. Okay. if he shows up, I'll, I'll, in, and I'll, I'll enact it. Do we need to have a distraction, or are we just staying very quiet and hoping? I just want to try to do it super spice. quiet, like invisibility. Right. Does anybody um, have invisibility or something? But whatever. I have. A I, po- do not. I have a potion of invisibility. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, potion. Yeah, drink okay. the potion. Okay, so I'll drink the potion. I activate my boots, drink the potion, you cast this spell of haste on me, I'll move 280 feet in, and I'll be sneaking. Oh, I have a potion of greater invisibility. Which oh. means that he can do things and it doesn't pop off. But it, it's only for one minute. Okay. Okay. Rather that's than one rounds. That's 10 rounds. Let's get this. Let, let's, <sighs> let's, let's blow this popsicle joint. Uh, Alright, are you drinking okay. it? Yeah. Cast the spell. I'll drink it. I'll enact my boots of speed. I'll drink the potion. All the things. And go. And then go. <laughs> and I have ever watching. So like that episode of The Flash. Just so she can see what goes wrong. Oh my god, you're literally Speedy Gonzalez. I know. <laughs> you guys watch. I, I would do it, but someone would say I'm like. You're yeah. gonna like. You guys, oh, you guys watch as Tobias disappears. You can barely even hear the small footfall as he tears down the hallway and into the chamber. The moment you're in the chamber, Tobias, you're looking around. You can hear the creatures breath and making noise above and kind of like crawling amongst these catacombs of cavern entrances and exits above it and you can feel slight tremors in the ground but staring but right in front of you you begin to run towards the direction of the stairwell you get up the stairwell and on top of the dais you're now looking at this brass like um uh, orb uh, ensconced with many different metal rings around it and it's emanating a glow of energy. Do you grab it? Yeah, it looks terrible. <laughs> the DM asks, do you grab it? You're like, Ooh. Well, I mean, I heard all parts of the plan. I at least want to make sure that I'm not purposely... Yeah, I, I get it. You know, making Yes. It, okay. You reach out, and as you grab it and pull it, you watch as a pulse of energy 
comes out from it. You feel every magical effect emanate and drop off of you. You're suddenly visible and back to the way you were, both speed, haste, all that goes away after the pulse of energy goes out. And then you hear this huge roar emanate from the top of the cavern, just down and out towards your direction. As soon as I hear the roar, I'm gonna run. I must start running for Tobias. All of you can hear these roars. Same. You guys all begin to ch- like make your way in. And just as you make your way into the chamber to see where Tobias has grabbed the item up on the dais, all of you watch as this mountainous form <laughs> lands on the ground in front of you. The very ground around you begins to shake. You see little tumbles of stone coming down with it as you stand there looking at... This huge creature, its massive arms up in the air near the dais where Tobias is standing. And that's where we're going to finish tonight. No, Tobias! Yeah, Tobias has it. Tobias is holding the object, yeah. I at least want to give you guys a little peek of what you'll be doing next session. <laughs> that's so enough. That's lovely. Just a little that's peek. Lovely. It took us like how long to get to that point. I know, right? Oh, Thirty lovely. minutes of planning. So when I when I grabbed it, did I grab it? Do I have possession? You have possession. You have possession of the orb and the the rings around it. You're holding okay. on to the device. How many rings is it? Ten rings. <laughs> you want to you want to take a minute? To investigate really, it? Really? No, no, no. <laughs> a minute. No. Can you hold monster real quickly? <laughs> monster, not... please hold up, and then I'm gonna take a quick. All right. Okay, that's what I'm to check. Hold that thought. Let's put a pin in it. Because I can still, I can as still I run into my monster dash to hold, and I'm cast hold monster. I mean, you know, and... you're no longer hasted, and you know, so like all the all the extra stuff well, they put but I on can you. Still, if, if my armor still works, I can still, if I have to, enact my invulnerability. Correct, if you have to. Okay. So yeah, all this is going to come to is, is Tobias exhausted? No, because he never, be- ended. he never really benefited from the haste in its entirety. It was mm-hmm. dispelled um, the minute he touched the object. As that okay, was the, so it, the protection. It never got the chance. Right, that's the protection glyph. <laughs> that was in the in the dais that the moment that that thing was picked up what it automatically is... dispelled out to 20 feet level. Need to cast okay. haste so i don't forget well next tuesday great, we'll find out what great the idea <laughs> man i'm so annoyed i was working on uh on Dice's, uh icon or his character and as i was doing as i finished the last dot my whole program crashes after we start. Oh no! That sucks. You did an awesome job on mine. Thank you. Yeah, it does look oh, awesome. Cool. It's actually the hardest part is actually the familiar. Because so small. Like hardest part. It, it just has. Yeah, it, the, that was actually the hardest part. I don't know why. So we got we got to three hundred people like, tonight, small. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 300 uh, followers on Twitter. Not counting the bots? Yeah, Not the bots the automatically bot. drop off because they have a system set up when the spam bots show up that automatically get rid of them. So. Oh, cool. Ooh, nice. So, yeah. Just automated it. Well, All I mean, right. what else can they do? They can't fix the problem without banning every single bot in existence. And unfortunately, there's a whole infrastructure out there of, you know, 
uh, night bots and little like little mini channel bots to help creators and everybody kind of manage their chat and you know moderate make sure people have like a safe space to do their stuff but yeah it is what it is i mean it's here it's gonna raise it they'll they'll put in a patch they'll plug the hole for a bit and whatever who cares yeah. it's just some cool man that was a good that was a good uh, game yeah that was a fun session so good. with that Happy Tuesday, everybody. Thank you for joining. Uh, join our Discord. Um, roll some dice to win some dice. We are giving away countdown dice. They are in, uh, uh, they're based on spaceflight uh, configuration and colors. Um, Ooh, and, I want those. And, uh, in memoriam of the fact that we've been very busy with space travel lately in the uh, recent race of the <gasps> SpaceX and all the other act activity that's going on. We even have a player in our uh, Sunday night game, uh, Brandon, who works for SpaceX and gets to uh, inspect rockets that goes up in space and delivers delivers us the Starlinks that beams down all of our picture Wait, stories. who does? Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon. Brandon. Works What's his name on him? Discord? Uh, Vader. Vader? Yeah. Time to get how to meet Vader. <laughs> I need an internship. <laughs> and, yeah, and, there, and, and he works out of the Hawthorne location, so it's pretty cool. But we're going to be the greeter there. I know, right? So, everybody, thank you for joining. <laughs> everything you need to know about us is down below. Our schedule, everything, our family of creators. Please check them out as well. I um, want to thank everybody who came out to listen, watch, or just hang out. And like I always like to say, uh, be safe, be kind, and don't forget to play a game. It's important. You'll love it. I promise. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thanks for coming out.